Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Rock and roll, getting down, yeah, boy. Oh yeah! Hello everyone, welcome to the Idle Matinee podcast. This is episode 116. New listeners, welcome. This is the perfect episode to start from. Old listeners, welcome back. So let's just tell you what this podcast is all about, and then we'll do some intros, and then we'll get the show on the road. We like to talk about what we've observed in the week, and things that have made us laugh, made us smile, or made us go a little bit nuts. Then, then we'll talk about some crazy subjects, and comedy, and all sorts of shite, and then we'll do the brown bear comedy club uh so let's just talk about who's here tonight the first person is here is greg bonsoir je m'appelle gregoire come on tapel too and johnny cool guys don't look back at explosions so yeah and no chris if you normally listen chris is normally here but he's not here this week because he has to get up early for work tomorrow so he can't be here bit, so, of, bit of spring cleaning go on then which is what you're supposed to do in january isn't it out with the old and in with the new and all that yeah and i did find i found quite a few Hidden gems. Like I found, uh, I forgot I'd bought these, uh, there's a magazine called Juxtapos, and I bought them, I think some are from 2013. Like one of them, I think I bought all of them that were in WH Smith at the time. One's a load of Beastie Boys ones were on the cover, um, and the other one's all the Banksy Dismaland ones. Uh, I think the Beastie Boys ones are around 30, 40 quid, and the Banksy ones are about £45 each. So that's quite a nice little find. Is that magazine still going? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Oh, okay. It's quite good. It's quite. It's like a glossy art magazine. I think it's about a fiver to buy what it was then. Anyway, so I was quite happy with that, and I just want to sell off all my stuff. Greg, you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Pass us the TV remote, Greg. I mean, let's just turn TV off. No, no, because you're just staring at. Yeah, that's fine. I'm still listening. You're just staring at a bit of wood going in. So just, just so listeners at the moment watching digging for Britain. That's fucking we're doing. I watched it in the week. I liked it. So we'll talk about digging for Britain as well. So it doesn't matter what I'm looking at. You're looking at the bird from digging for Britain. I'm not looking. I'm looking at the bit of wood. I'm not, there's no bird there. I don't know what you're talking about. The presenter, you were looking at a minute ago, staring at a oh, lot. Miles. Staring through. It was staring into space. Really, I wasn't really staring at the TV. I was what, just thinking staring. about something. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just thinking about. I was just thinking about how much I can't be bothered to talk about what I've been doing. Like, but you yeah. had a big week with your phone. I, I, I know. That's the thing. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. It seemed that way. Yeah. If, it, if we did this last Friday, then it would, I would have been like, yeah, I'd been all excited about oh, it. You but now the, I'm a bit... Are you on the downslope of your biorhythm rollercoaster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, it's, well, crashing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a bit annoyed. Well, because it's because I've been ignored. You know how I don't like being ignored. So By who? The, 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 the Bucks Herald lady. So we right. should explain. I, well, I need to explain first. Tell us the story. Yeah, to get, I mean, everyone, everyone, get off your chest. Everyone who listens to this probably fucking knows anyway. Cause yeah, but they like, it's, a, it's a good record, isn't it? Get off your chest. Uh, yeah, so uh, I had, had a breakthrough with my, photo- with my photography because I put a photo on. I've put a few photo on, photos on Getty Images. So you'll know, for, so a while back, for those who don't know, uh, when I first got the drone, well, not, not, not just because I got the drone, I've, I've got quite a few photos that I've put on to Getty anyway, but I've also got a couple of drone shots that I put on there, which I'd actually forgotten I'd put on there. But there's one particular one which I, I was quite proud of, which is just the, my R Road, uh, which is Harvey Road, and then beyond Stoke Mandeville Hospital. It's got clouds fields, in it. And it's got some clouds in it, yeah. But I did a good job with the edit. With the edit I love the, the way the you arrange the clouds in the pictures. <laughs> yeah, You've no, done a no, great no, job. Was that cotton wool? Got God involved, yeah. 
got the guy from uh, the Clangers to do it. Jesus. Was that in the golden hour? <coughs> uh, well, it was the golden hour. Yeah, it was just the beginning of the golden hour. Uh, which, yeah, gives you nice shadows. You've got the nice long shadows. But yes, I, I, I went to town on the editing and made it look like a painting, basically. And um, but yeah, I didn't think much of it. I, I forgot I'd actually put it on Getty, that one. I, was, I put more generic stuff on there, like a picture of a robin and stuff like that. But then I have, I've put some more arty ones on there, which I shouldn't have really. But anyway. But then, yes, so out of the blue last... That sat there for a year, didn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's been it's just sat on Getty. The few of these, and I've I've just sort of forgotten about them. I thought oh, I'm not going to. And Getty did accept. Like I had problems with Shutter. If you remember, many like, months ago, I was talking about it, saying that I signed up to these Shutterstock. stock, yeah, stock photo sites, and that Shutterstock were being complete dicks, where they'd accepted a photo, except or accepted videos rather, and they'd said, oh, they're fine, and photos, and then other ones, which in my opinion looked, or no, even better, were better quality or whatever. They were like, nope, there's grain in them or whatever. And I, I just got frustrated with them and was like, oh, fuck them. So I went to Getty, and then Getty seemed to pretty much, they accepted all the ones that, uh, that Shutterstock didn't, including that one, this one, which funnily enough is called, I called it Breakthrough because it's fucking the sun's breaking through the clouds and it's turned out to be my actual breakthrough uh, photo. So it was it hashtag with Ellsbury on it and things like that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I put, yeah, so on the thing, yeah, you do a big description of where it was, da da da. So I, I described it. So the, the woman in the Bucks Herald, the article, I think, she actually just, she put the description that I put on the photo saying yeah. the South side of Aylesbury and the Wendover Hills in the background what, blah, blah, what blah. led to it was Aylesbury was the number one worst place Shit to place live in to live. yes yeah. exactly so there's all these voted. yeah so then there's all these counter uh, articles to, to, I mean obviously because there's loads of people moving to uh, Aylesbury now isn't yeah. there so it's massive well for... I think there was a, there was an online campaign to get everyone to vote for Aylesbury because it had always been another town so they did yeah, a big yeah. campaign Peter and everyone Burrell, yeah, every, like everyone voted for it as a laugh and yeah. then, obviously, I assume the council and the Bucks Herald and other people did an online campaign to say, no, Ellsbury is... Or the first one was sort of uh, tongue-in-cheek, wasn't it? Yeah. Look how awful Ellsbury is with yes. really nice pictures. Exactly, yeah. And my picture was the, then my picture was the last one. And, said, and then, and yeah, what an awful... And doesn't this look disgusting or whatever? And then, obviously, my picture's meant to be... Even though it's ironic, someone could take that the wrong way. But, oh, hang on a minute. But either way, I thought... So then I saw my, my photo pop and I was like, hey, wait a minute. That's my photo. And I know it very well because I've done quite a few printouts of it, including just recently. Because I, w- I was going to give that one to my dad but I thought well it's not really of his village it's but then it is the town that he's been lived he's lived near half his life so you know I, mean, I could have given it to him anyway yeah the um, I've recognised straight away I was like wow I've made it jumped up I was halfway through editing the podcast like Tom Cruise on the sofa <laughs> yeah. Oprah Winfrey and, uh, we're rich <laughs> yeah we've made it guys so I jumped smashing up, the saw windows. Barry and thought like, yeah, so instantly I thought, well, I've got some money, but really I thought, well, I'll get noticed. But then obviously, because I've signed up to the, it's, they've got it off a stock site, it's got Getty Images on it, on the on the Bucks Hold website. Um, but I didn't think, I, I just wasn't bothered, I just sort of celebrated that day. I was like, yeah, when I had a it's drink, I thought like, I've made it. it. Yeah, it's recognition. Yeah. But then the next day, uh, it was on the BBC, it was on another article. Beds, and it was hearts on, and Bucks. Yeah, and it, was, it was on the BBC thing, which is obviously an even, yeah, an even bigger thing. So I was like, whoa, and it was the first... And it was the first p- picture on the article when I was like, whoa, okay, cool. Then, but then I started thinking, well, hang on a minute, it's, I've, that's double bubble. Well, yeah, I'm getting more, I'm getting paid at least twice for it. But that means, it means shit. Get it's your also good all. that the BBC picked your picture out of the 10 it's pictures, whatever it was. Well, yeah, it? exactly, yeah. Um, they, yeah, so the, the girl who did the article, basically, she picked a crap one, apparently, because the guy I spoke to. So, yeah, the thing with the BBC, um, they were great so on Monday um, I thought right I, I, I got pissed or whatever over the weekend and was celebrating <laughs> and going like, yeah I've made it I'm a photographer and all that um, That's your train- then, that was your training montage yeah but then I realised like, I'm not getting any I'm not getting any fucking recognition so 
I thought uh, I thought I could at least like, just go on Facebook because I've got the biggest reach on Facebook. I haven't got many Instagram. Oh. I haven't got as many Instagram followers as I've got Facebook friends. I know Facebook's not the one these days, but for people our age, it still is. There's still quite a lot of people our age on there. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I, I just put on the on Facebook. Uh, any, by the way, if you see this photo, it's mine. Just want to let you know. I don't think anyone really cared. They probably haven't actually seen these articles. But I assume they do. I assume everyone gets the same clickbait that I get yeah. on their Google feed when it's local stuff. I don't know. I thought chances are people may have seen it. So I thought I'd let everyone know it's my photo. Duh, duh, duh. Just I gave it to Getty. But yeah, just let you all know. Um, and if the, anyone from the Bucks Herald sees this, then if you want any more of my work or if you use it again or whatever, can you just put my name on it? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Um, so if, then you hadn't, I, this, if you hadn't have given it to Getty, they never would have seen it, and it wouldn't have been. Well, on no, exactly. There. That's yeah. the thing. So the, 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 I can't really, sword. I can't really exactly. I can't really moan about Getty that much because I wouldn't have got the exposure. Done what you asked them to yeah, do. Exa- yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. I mean, yes. In hindsight, now I'm like, oh, I should have gone to the Bucks Herald and said, hey, look at my photos. Could you want to print some of them or use them but in then an the article? The BBC did put your name on it. But yeah, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So the BBC spot on. So I got in touch with the, the lady who did the article. Assuming I don't know. I mean, I wasn't sure whether she'd pick the photo or not. I don't know. So I just then I did all my my big appeal going oh blah 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 well I've sent it to get you know and I regret it now da 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 um, could you could I just say can if you use it again or any, want any other work can you use my name um, she goes oh it's not me who picks the photos it's this guy and then uh, this guy called Lawrence I won't give his full name like some people don't track him down or whatever but great guy <laughs> turns out he's so he's he's in charge of like sourcing the photos for the pieces or whatever turns out she picked one that was a crap one or whatever and he's like no no there's a much better one this one and he saw he, he picked my one yeah. uh, specifically and uh, and then yeah so he's turns out he's a fellow photographer and he knows all about Getty and how much how little they pay and understands about obviously getting your name recognised and everything and just said oh I'll put your name I, I just said if, oh, if you use it again um, but he said oh I'll put your name on it now and just mm. did it so, he, so I emailed him and he phoned me straight away because I put my n- number on there yeah. and we, he phoned me straight away and we had a big old chat about like, photography and shit and yeah and sound he put my name on there and it was great great if you get any if you need any other photos like that on an article in the future then you've got my number directly yeah. and he's like yeah keep up the good work mate and I was like oh, that spurred me on even more and I was like excellent that's good I'm back in the world of photography well I was, was never away but it sort of it's uh, made me but then he went up um, to London to BBC and started smashing that statue up with a hammer <laughs> <laughs> that was that teacher. So um, uh, yeah, but then I did the same thing to the Bucks Herald, um, and I went. To, so I've gone to them saying the exact same thing to the lady, lady in the rag. article, and then just totally, totally ignored me, just well, totally blanked me. Better. And then I've ended up saying another message, and then another message. So the first message was really I didn't write it as well. I should have copy and pasted the email I sent to the BBC, but my other one sounded a bit bossy. I've, I realised I read it back, and it's badly punctuated. I should try. I should read it out maybe. Um, I think we get then, the gist. I don't know if you even no, need no, to. No, no, I don't need to read out. I think I get. It's a long no, one. Is it long? It's quite long. Yeah, but then I, and I sort of, I was kind of going, look, you just need to look at my last two posts because I'd posted this photo and then I did an update saying, oh, BBC have put my name on it now, and I feel a bit of a dick as well. Initially, because I was like, I wanted people to know it's me, but now because they've actually updated my name on it, I feel that the whole first photo is pointless. I may as well just said, "Hey, look, I've got my photo on BBC with my name on it instead of all that first bit." But never yeah, mind. But you got, you sort of got to remember that an organisation with the magnitude of the Bucks Herald um, that's probably inundated with requests <laughs> yeah. and things someone like someone like the BBC where they're laying around all day yeah, and not, very that's, much that's to what do. I'm saying so the BBC treated me with the, so I was glad I went to them the first most respect yeah well I'm glad I went to them first I was thinking oh I should go to my local ones first because I'm more likely to get work out of them or whatever no they just fucking nah. ignore me but then so my message has said it's been seen so I don't know whether that's been seen 
by because I've sent it on the Bucks Herald her Bucks Herald Facebook thing link. I don't know, so I don't know whether it's maybe not. She hasn't seen it; it's just been seen by someone else, and they haven't replied to it. She's probably working from home, frigging herself off, wishing she had a job at Kerrang. <laughs> well, the trouble is, that- I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'll just go over her head and just go to the editor. <laughs> that's or brought you down a bit, though, and it then you crash. Yeah, well, that's, that's annoyed me. So I sort of put, stopped me in my tracks a little bit because. Yes, the BBC's better recognition, but the Bucks Herald, if they were to recognise it and they go, oh, local photographer, duh, 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 I could get more work out of them, possibly. Think, you know yeah, I mean? but I think there's two types paid, of photography like the work. Bucks Herald. There'll be the bloke, like in sort of afterlife, that trudges around and takes a picture of Doris's cat. Yeah. And then there's... the well, rest. I met that. We, they, they took a photo of us for, uh, for Tommy. Well, I wasn't there. I was on holiday and, you, and yeah. you made someone else be me instead, which in yeah. hindsight is probably for the best. <laughs> but um, the other type is, it's just easier for them to go to Getty. Rather than looking at action, they don't have to do any work. They just type in to get a picture of this. And yeah, everything's up. there. Because yeah. I was looking at, when you did that, I started looking up Aylesbury Getty and it had all the pictures of Boris Johnson at the Gutman. So obviously they just went on there to get all the pictures of him at the yeah, Gutman. Yeah. Someone's taking shit loads of pictures. Lockdown? Yeah, there was a bring your own booze thing, I think, with the vaccine and they were all getting pissed off. thinking now, well, so, well, maybe I just, I just, with that thing, it's, I've looked on my Getty account because I wouldn't know how much money am I getting. You haven't got a clue how much. Yeah. I'm confused about the whole Getty. Because I've looked at photos similar to mine on there are like 275 quid to pay for or whatever, yeah. 300 quid. And then you're meant to get like 15, yeah. 20% of that. So yeah, that's in that. But then that's, okay. that's like 60 quid per photo. But then, I've send, then I read these things saying, oh, you only get pennies on the photo. And I'm like, what the fuck? So what the fuck? How's that work out? That's, does not, it, does that's it not 15, 20 for, percent, it? I don't know if it's, is it the same price for a website? As well, it is it. for I don't, a magazine, I have, but then do, the BBC website has got quite. It's it depends got on the photo. Reach. It depends on the quality of the photo. If it's just some, if, if it's like a fucking hairpin or something, and there's no. Gl- that's the thing, but I don't know. And because it must uh, be different. If it was used for an advertising campaign, it'd be far more money than it would be for just to pick. Like, yeah, a well, that's it. I don't know how that works. Surely, if it's an advertising campaign, they'd come to you. I don't know. I suppose so if anyone would. anyone listening knows, please yeah, send us yeah. an email to. Well, if you want to, right? Um, that's Greg's photos, Johnny. Uh, oh, sorry, idlematinee at gmail dot com. So, that. but yeah. So, if you want to see that photo, then all you need just well, you, to you go you go on my Facebook. Just look at my Greg Hickson on Facebook, and you'll see it. And but if Insta? not, look up um, Aylesbury. There's undiscovered beauty in our oh, town. I it's, think you can just Google Aylesbury BBC, and yeah. it comes up. Uh, what's, yeah. what's your, Insta- the, what's your the, Instagram? The article was called Aylesbury. There's undiscovered beauty in our town. What's your Instagram? Because they should follow you on there it's anyway. The same Greg Hickson photography. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I, I haven't confused with my, with my photography I thought I didn't want to confuse it and I just call, call myself my name I've called myself Greg Hickson Fott on um, on Twitter as well just so I could contact this the bird who did the the bird sorry the lady who did the uh, <laughs> article Greg. <laughs> uh, Johnny, Johnny go on then so well, yeah that's me that's that bollocks out of the way yeah well, I'm, I was right. quite excited about the fact that after I think over a year I finally put up um, a light over my bathroom mirror that's up. Looks quite good. Well, where was it sitting for a year? Just in a box. <laughs> well, well for over a year, I didn't have one. No, yeah, but well, for uh, maybe six months, it's been in a box by the bathroom. Because my dad put the mirror up, the mirror's quite low compared to where the uh, the wire yeah. comes out for the light fitting. And it was just on a wire with a bulb on the end or a lamp on the end, but a bulb, as people call it. And that, that worked fine. And then that stopped working, so I, I just left it another three months. And then today, I finally put it up because you, you've got to turn off all the the lights obviously to, to fit it and then uh, today I brought the work light over shout down to my sister because she's still quarantining and said can you go and turn off the upstairs lights in the fuse box so she said yeah I went make sure they stay off as I went to start doing it all the lights came back on I went what the fuck are you doing she goes oh I thought you said turn them on I said you know you can kill people like that but um, she said, oh, why are you having a go at me Jeez. as soon as she's better I'm going to punch her straight in a light bulb face 
Um, so yeah, did no, you do this was, in Nina. <laughs> yeah, but also I had to. Yeah, you have to. I had to buy the um, the drill bits for going through tiles and all that as well. Because I was just special drill bits for tiles. Yeah, yeah. So Nina's still got. So there's not. Uh, what's Danielle's got? Well, what's a drill bit for a tile like that look like then? Special. Well, these ones are gold, but they've got like a special end on it. Yeah. So that otherwise, you smash the tiles. Yeah, yeah. Tile so I need tiles. What's the end? Is it flat? Is it's it like, pointy? like a masonry bit, but with extra. Yeah, sharp, it looks like, like a masonry bit, like a. Bit, sh- yeah. So it's really sharp at the yeah, end. So it, like, just goes yeah, it like comes a, out like an arrowhead. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I've got some. If you need something drilled, I could do it for you. Yeah. I've never need tiles drilled. I know where to come. Well, yeah. Yeah. Next door, you did that when I did your blinds. Is that what you used? I, well, no, I just used a masonry That's bit. But I, was, I, was I was just careful. I was just careful with my masonry bit. Always learning. You have to keep putting it in water as well because it gets hot. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, <coughs> all right. Um, didn't do that. Yeah, she's got the COVID. Um, yeah. So Danielle next door. There's quite a lot right of it going yeah. about. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa I used to work with. She had it. Well, she said she had it. I right, my she family just had it. Jobs without me, beyond my back. And I've got it. <coughs> no, you don't really. I had it. Um, okay. Anything else you want to talk about? I had a flyer through the door. They're looking for people to work on the HS2. Well, just in the orange jackets? No, driving the massive 70-ton Volvo trucks. Could you do that? Yeah, well, they give you you £500 a week while they train you. They put you up while you're training. You get a £500 bonus when you pass, and then the salary is £45,000 a year. And it's to do the last two thirty kilometres through Buckinghamshire, so it's probably about two three years works. That's about one hundred and thirty five thousand pounds. <laughs> you gonna do it? Don't know. <laughs> nah, yeah, don't know. Well, how, a flyer? How do you? It's just a flyer, is it? Yeah, I don't yeah, trust you can just that. Depart- that sounds dodgy to me. That sounds like you're gonna be kidnapped and kept somewhere. Oh, I fucking hope so. That'd be even better. Mate, well, they have to feed you, wouldn't they? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Did have you noticed that new? I mean, it's been on for a little while, but the new uh, fairy liquid baby. No more, Mister Nice Baby. Has he got? Uh, has he got sunglasses? He's, yeah, he's a punk rocker, motorcycle yeah, yeah. gang member, Cockney. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah. I looked it up, and it said Ferry announced the birth of their new sidekick, uh, known as Tough Baby. The original baby is called No More Mister Nice Baby. Yeah, the original baby was called Sorry. Busy, and has been around since the early sixties. It turns out Busy had a long lost twin brother. Accidentally separated at birth, these twins had drastically different upbringings. However, this. Despite growing up in different environments, both twins developed a hatred for tough messes and a love for sparkling dishes. But it's a bit. I think it's a bit bloody weird. Does it need all that backstory? And why is he? A co- why is he a co- co- like that backstory? Why is he a Cockney punk rocker Hell's know, Angel? Yeah. Sounds like the Weetabeks, the old Weetabeks. Oh, uh, they were good characters. I think Goldie did the graffiti for that. If you know what's good for you, you do. Okay, okay. Who does Weetabix. the voice? Who does the voice of the bait? Is it Ray? Winston? It's not Ray Winston, but someone like that. I am does, Ray Winston. This is long lost twin brother, does, Dave Winston. <laughs> who does the voice of the baby? He goes. Uh, it is me, Russian Mister Nice Baby. Is it Alan Ford? No, maybe someone like that. Alan Ford, Ray Winston, Jamie Foreman. Well, I think that advert was on um, halfway through Coach Trip, you know, Celebrity Coach Trip. Oh, I've been watching that. Oh, yeah. I like that. I did notice, well, there was people in Coach Trip, they said they're going to do a hip-hop challenge. Why do they always put one hand on their ear and the other like a... Like a... Like that. Like a spasmoid. I like Paul Dannon. Uh, Danger, dangerous Danon. I'd like to see the Paul Danon Museum with all because his, his family he was shit like that for twenty odd years. Because he lives yeah. in Fiji, didn't he? Inherited all the yogurt money. <laughs> <laughs> but Danone. Honey G, I did like it when I thought that was quite good when Honey G said to those two comedians that they thought they were putting up a facade, and he goes. I'm being told by Honey G that I'm putting up a facade. <laughs> oh, Honey G, was... she's that rapper. I was just trying to remember yeah, who yeah. fucking Honey G was. It's like either a model or something worse. <laughs> not bad. Yeah. It's, like, oh, no. it's not a model, is it? It's... Can you remember her song? 
Oh God, what was it? I'm Honey G, and I'm here. I don't no, know. It's H to the O to the N to the E yeah, to the Y. She's singing her name. It's Honey G. Yeah, H to the O. That's what she sings. H to the O. She's like Chico. She's a bit like Chico. And you, no one could name. work out whether it was like a Kafkaesque act or she was really like that. Oh, but no, no, she no. She definitely, really like it definitely that. wasn't Kafkaesque. <laughs> no, it's not an act. Because <laughs> when you see her on the uh, yeah, coach yeah. trip, she's definitely like she's all right. Yeah, yeah no, she wears dark glasses and she has got a nose like the plastic nose shock G wore when he was Humpty Hump. The Humpty Dance is a dance. Honey G. So yeah, she's pretty hip hop in that sense. On the news this week, they were saying that uh, Kate, because you had Kate had the royal photos taken. Did you see those? No. Did you see those photos? What the one with the, ki- with the kids and stuff? No, or, or just, just her and black and white shots. Oh no, no. And, like, really I, I, nice. I do look at most of them. I do. Uh, so I'm just intrigued to see what they do with the editing and because Arthur Edwards, the royal photographer, was saying oh, everything. That, the, like yeah, Arthur Edwards, a royal ex royal photographer, saying they're really beautiful photos and they're really nicely done. So it'd be mm. good for you to put your eye on. I will. I will cast my eyes. Do you think I'll, she's grown in confidence? I don't know. I'm a published photographer. I'll let you know. Um, but what my the, opinion. But I want your opinion on this. Do you think um, Kate's grown in confidence over the years? Well, she oh, plays uh, piano. I mean, now. yeah. I mean, especially with Meg being so rubbish. I mean, in the eyes of the Queen, she must be confident. She must be like, yes, I'm number one. She's like a proper. She's like the new Diana. Well, yeah. But with black Even hair, better, but without being, but without like, being smushed being, up, being in such a, car. a slag, without being smushed up. Because <laughs> that, is, that is the sort of new gammon parlor game. You've got to they uh, defend Prince Andrew, slag off Harry and Markle, but also feel sorry for the Queen at the same time. And that's quite a, that's quite a trick to perform. It's like juggling plates. It is. I did, did, so I did say I've mentioned it before I think I did in one of my shit uh, comedy acts the brown bear or whatever but about the about how shit it would actually be though at Christmas time and like in a, with the royals like just a big cavernous like palace the queen just going Rrr. Moping about Philip, massive long table, a paedophile there. Can, we open, can, we, can I open, like, my, can I open uh, my presents? What have I got? You've got whales. Like, oh. Ask me the. Oh, never mind. Andrew doing the potatoes. <laughs> Andrew's pedo. Because she is. She, I think potato. the Queen is a bit of an Indian giver in that sense because like, she's apparently paying for Andrew um, Andrew's trial and if he's going to have to pay off that, that uh, lady. Gaffrey. Um, but she says she's not going to pay for it out of her own pocket. So she's taking it from other money. I don't know how the money knows which is which, but she's not taking it from the public purse. But she's making Andrew sell his ski chalet, which was worth £17 million. But she gave it to him out of the public purse. So if he sells that, shouldn't he give us the money back rather than giving it to the woman, the traffic woman? Don't they earn all their money out of tourism, though? Yeah, yeah, they bring a lot of tourism to the country. Because if you ask experts on it, they always tell you, well, experts being like elder, the elders of the society, of our society. They bring a lot of money in for tourism. No, they've been around a long time. Imagine how many tins of biscuits and Kendall mint cake they must must sell to foreigners. Oh, hell of a lot. Little flags. Little flags. So uh, this year... It's the Platinum Jubilee. What is the the Platinum Jubilee? It's not like a wedding celebration, is it? It's just her on the throne. No, How many years she's been yeah. on the throne? Yeah, it's like the golden. You know, it's the Queen as well, the, don't you? The, just to check. Yeah. yeah. What's um, the one in? Hang on, wait a minute. The Platinum Jubilee. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. So the golden one was in two thousand and three, right? Yes, I think yeah. so. So why? Why is when's she the next two one? birthdays a year? Didn't so she? So well, this next one's in tw- so twenty five years after that. So the next one you're t- going on about is t- why are you talking about that? It's in like five no, it's years' ne- time. No, it's a big jubilee this year. This year yeah. Why is it this? Why is it nineteen years after the other one? I don't know. I, I think it's like dog years, isn't it? Queen years. <laughs> it's no, marking it's, the Queen's seventieth year on the throne. Yeah. Okay. That's why it's but then why was the other one was her birthday? 
Was it? I think. 2003 was her birthday, I was it? I think so, yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh, man. That, that wasn't a golden jubilee. But that's what I was saying. We, get, we could get multiple bank holidays this year because we get four for the jubilee if she survives till July. Yeah. Then if she dies, we get 10 days of mourning plus an extra bank holiday. Then if Charles gets in... Uh, is this fact? Are you yeah, saying this, this is absolute oh, okay. fact. I'll let it up. If you get 10 days of mourning, but then you get one uh, bank holiday extra cause to bury her, then they'd have to do the... Cor- That's if she dies in, say, August... Then they'd put. Would, I don't know if Charles would abdicate. Does he get the crown and then abdicate? Because that's a bank holiday. So what you're telling me, I need to get a job then to make work, make use of all that's this stuff. That's what I'm stuff saying. Right yeah, because it's a bit pointless to me now when I'm not working yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. You but get, yeah, so day, get, you get two days off. In I need Luke. to get a job in time for all this shit so I can take because loads of days then, off. Wicked. It's only if she dies. I don't wish that on her. But yeah, if Charles gets put in bank holiday, if he then abdicates and his son gets put in, that's another holiday. That's up six or seven days off this year. Do you get a holiday if Andrew? anything happens to him like in the court gets, case or anything gets exonerated you get a holiday you get gets exonerated yeah gets get six on. months off work I think we'll probably have a street party the platinum is started now it's like ongoing all through the year and the first thing it started with was the um, Fortnum and Mason launching the platinum pudding Boris no the platinum so you know party. Coronation Chicken yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah that's what well, well, Coronation about. Chicken yeah we, so was, the Coronation Chicken yeah, yeah, came yeah. from the Queen's Coronation oh, yeah, yeah. yes and I remember the ta- the tables were like bowing, like um, they were carrying a couple of huts. Yeah. What so is in coronation chicken? I've never had mayonnaise it. in it. Bit of curry, bit of uh, curry powder. I think mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise and curry powder. Uh, the platinum pudding to to, to represent um, all the countries we invaded. Let's find out what's in the platinum pudding. Because you know they're bringing out a special seventieth um, anniversary fifty p. Because you know, there's been, no, there's been know. a lot of stuff in the papers and in the media about rare 50p's and two pound coins, which I've got a nice little collection of. I'm going to sell as well. But do you know how much these new these new 50p's aren't actually being put into circulation? You have to order them for seven quid. You going to get one? Fuck no. Oh, I've got loads are. of 50p's for 50p. I got it wrong actually. No, it says here to celebrate the Queen's 70th year reign in June 2022, the British public has been invited to suggest a dessert for the celebrations. The uh, department store Fortnum and Mason has launched a competition encouraging people to come up with ideas for the platinum pudding set to be judged by a panel of experts including Monica Galetti and other than Dame Mary Berry uh, from Queen of Puddings to Eat and Mess what do you think then should be in the new dish we could do one for Andrew and do it like an Eat and Mess and call it first period uh, that's a bit on the nose though isn't it I don't know if they do that <laughs> you could have a um Okay, so I would probably start... I'd probably have it in a trifle, trifly kind of thing. I'd have a... Uh, what's that whip stuff called? The white whip? Cream. Wh- no, Spunk. Did no. Boris go to Eaton? Yeah, yeah. He's an Eaton mess. Yeah. He's a 20th Prime Minister. On the nose. 20th Prime Minister, boy, that's from Eaton. Um, yeah, you want that whipped trifle cream at the bottom, then a layer of raspberry coulis, a layer of biscuit, under that so it's in a bowl I'm, do, I'm thinking I'm thinking bowl like try so you're making up your own p- yeah, yeah here. it's a competition so well, they're not so, so for the platinum pudding you, it's a design your own pudding thing yeah, not, not, not saying because I thought you were just listing like like eating mess I thought it's like name your favourite pudding yeah that's how that they describe the, the competition pudding. come up with something like that Oh right, come up with like with something like it, not like yeah, yeah, new pudding, one, yeah. like that, right? Okay, got so if you're going to do a traditional English one, you could get like maybe a pig's bladder, fill it up with uh, suet and gruel. So my idea would be a whipped uh, that whip. What's that whip stuff called? It's not cream. You know what I'm talking about? They have on trifles on the top. It's like that whipping servants whipping cream servants. It's it like a fluff, whippy fluff cream. It's weird. It's not. Mr. It's dessert whip. whip. 
like dessert whip stuff. It's all white. I'd have a yeah. Anyway, cream whip. I'd line the bowl we'll cream, cream, cream whip. Cream whip. Cream whip. So I'd line the bottom of the bowl with cream whip. Then you have a layer of raspberry spray can cream. Layer of biscuit on that. Then you have another layer of raspberry. Then you have a layer of um, like golden crumb, like the stuff you get in a crunchy on top of that. Honeycomb. Then you, yeah, honeycomb, that's it. Then strawberries, then chocolate sprinkles on top of that, and then two slices of toast on top of it. Two and that would be the toast. platinum pudding. Mm. Uh, buttered toast, because oh, yeah. that would be the crunch when you go into it. Could you, you have like ripples of disappointment running through it? I'd have bread, bread and butter pudding, but without the sultanas, and then put something nicer in there instead. Put a bit of platinum in it. Put, put some honey bits of honey and something I don't know so other news this week Gary Walden is dead yes do you know okay. who Gary Walden is I, yeah he's the guy from Vicar oh yes I'm the guy from Vicar of Dibley talks Ooh, about, uh, something like that <laughs> I think he talked like that the, the, yeah the, the, the kind of stern not stern guy but the guy with the, the, the retarded son in Vicar of Dibley big theatre actor Yes, he's big, yeah. But what else, yeah, what else was he in? Oh, the Brushstrokes. Is he in Brushstrokes? And oh, yeah, he was the yeah, Brushstrokes yeah. and a lot of old BBC comedy. Yeah. Hello, Jacko. Remember yeah. that? Bringing it back? Yeah, Brushstrokes, yeah. Do it again. Hello, Jacko. <laughs> I like the well, when right. that guy was DJing and he only had two records. One was Green Door and the other one had a scratch in it. <laughs> Maxine made up a joke this week. Mm. I thought I'd share it with you. If you push the boy overboard, would it float? Other news this week. Uh, you all like this one. Denise Van Outen has split up with Eddie. Oh uh, no! After seven years. <laughs> oh no! Drink. Oh, oh, it's not us. It's us, Denise. It's like you know. Oh, I'm watching. I was watching the thing, and oh, I'm not on Gogglebox anymore. Oh, nightmare. I'll just. That's a nightmare, Denise. She fucking ditched him. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I just—he just comes across as a bit of like just hasn't got much about him. Wait, I'm just going by Gogglebox. Just all his comments are crap. He's just like, oh, he just repeats what the other players like. Oh, he's only going to done that, niece. He's not going to be on it anymore, he repeats, is he? Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. that's, that's, good, that's the best thing about it. It's like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I'd, I'd swoop in there, Denise, and, and but she, I, she's she's a bit old for me now. I think. Oh, You're no. about the same age. Nah, she's much older. You than me. She, she's about forty nine. Yeah, I'm forty two. Like, I'm yeah, young forty two. Yeah, yeah but she's looked after herself, isn't it? Well, you haven't. Well, sort of, I'd say I've looked after myself a little bit which more. Which bit? You've, <laughs> you've sort of lived your life all, all gas, well, no mean, breaks, haven't you? Really? I, I'm saying, I, just the thing is, if I was to get with Denise Van Outen now, I, th- I think that's what he's probably thinking as well. He's just like, oh, she was so much fitter twenty years ago when she was on a big breakfast. Well, she did Maybe. visit. El- she know. visited Ellsbury once. That's, that's a horrible thing to say, isn't it? Oh, I mean, but Denise, you're more beautiful now than you were back then I watched uh, Mother Android on Netflix this me week me too I thought that was pretty good I thought it was alright I thought yeah. it was quite good um, I thought I thought Grace Chloe Grace Moretz was quite good in it I'm, I wasn't so sure about the what's the guy's the actor's name the one playing her the father of her baby yeah, he I wasn't, he wasn't as about. good. Well, tell me about it. I don't know. I know I've seen it on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got like 30% score. Yeah, it's really, shit. really? It's really oh, bad right. on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Oh, right. yeah. okay. I thought it's better than... So what's, better than what's it actually it's about? It's sort of washed out post-apocalyptic bleakness. Um, and I suppose it's not really it's, a spoiler. It could say it's a bit like Terminator, but if, if, the, if we... Androids in America turn against the humans. They use yeah. them yeah. as it's, the It's the future class. robots coming after us. It's the robots we've created now. So it's, so it's saying... It's like a, a possible future, say, in 10 years' time when we've cracked... Like uh, androids properly, like Elon Musk says he's going to yeah, do next yeah. year. So everyone's got a house spot, 
and then there's a big glitch but that's never explained it's never explained is it yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. what I liked about it as well is that they it's what they say that you should do with films is show not tell yeah, it yeah. just starts and you think it's a normal day and then quite quickly yes. something happens and it's everyone's got basically the servant class almost like in Fight Club but they're all androids and they yeah. just they for some reason turn on humankind but they, yeah because then, it, then it's like at the beginning the mobiles are going I assume that's something to do with the androids doing something to the mobiles as well yeah, like making an them explode in people's pulse yeah, or something. making them blow up in people's heads and stuff but yeah then so then it skips to eight or whatever months later but then at that point everyone's sort of used to how the world's become and then it's sort of you get they're hiding of, out in the woods yeah. it, doesn't exp- it doesn't explain the bit and in between like a lot of shit films yeah, do yeah, they it does, try, yeah. Yeah. It's got, it's, the exposition's there but in, in a very subtle way yeah but you get like, it because you've yeah. already seen that type of film yeah, which yeah, I liked yeah. Yeah. And, no, and I thought it was good so I, yeah. I think I think it, people are idiots on Rotten Tomatoes I don't know what IMDB scores it's got but I assume it's higher than RT because a lot of the time audiences most people are fucking idiots people, you know what I mean your average person we are well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we are, but we know more about movies than most people. If you go to your average dickhead who goes to cinema, they're just like, yeah, I watch Fast and... F- I like the new Fast and Furious film. Did it have a Terminator in it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so most Did it have a idiots. Transformer in it? But I thought it was good. I, I thought the end... It was a, a, a bit bleak, if anything, I would oh, say. Oh, yeah, definitely bleak. Bit, yeah. Definitely bleak. But then I, I kind of like... I don't like it when things are wrapped up too happy, but I think it was maybe a little bit too bleak. But, but I, yeah, there's some really nice touches in it. I suppose the, the, the twist... There's a quite there's a, a few twists, twist, yeah. twist um, here and there. But I, thought some, the, I thought the androids could represent the serv- servant class in uh, rebelling against their masters, or that America destroys itself because there's a bit with another country getting involved as well. Johnny was reading, like doing his doing the film like the, the film studies type thing where you're reading reading the film. I didn't bother. I just uh, <laughs> I didn't care what it meant. I was just like, yeah, robots I, versus humans. I definitely uh, thought it was better than agree, the 33 percent it got on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it, and I've said it's obviously not a happy-go-lucky romp. But certainly not the worst film on Netflix, so oh, I'd no, say watch absolutely it. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, Save Moretz was good, and the old Raul Castillo, or whatever his name is, the I watched a great yeah, film. mate. He's well. quite good and stuff. He's in, he's in quite a few things. So I watched a film this week, and it's got seventy Streaming. reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and the score's a hundred percent. That's seventy reviews, and wow. it's called the worst person in the world, and it's a Norwegian film. And the guy's got another film called Thelma, and that's like a horror film, and I want to see it. But this is it says it's a romantic comedy. But it's not. It is funny, but it's not obviously funny, and it's fucking. It is really, really good. Uh, where's, you, this, where's this on? It's. Uh, you'd have to download it. I don't oh, even think okay. it's out yet. I, I heard about it. I read it in Film Magazine. I just oh, found it in one of the apps. Sent, sent to review. Yeah, yeah. I was saying about the whole point of that film, the mother android thing, is that she gets pregnant at the beginning of the film, and the, the, so the whole thing, the jeopardy is that she's pregnant, and so they've got to tr- like. Get through, they're get, trying to get to Boston to get get the, through the uh, possible end of the world yes, while having while, yeah. while having a baby and she's literally about to and pop then, sort of thing and then, almost yeah. like a zombie film and also yeah. the other humans are also a pain in the ass so that's obviously that makes it the, the danger so yeah my film real. it was this woman the Japanese. The Japanese. Uh, she flits around in the beginning it's 12 acts it's a film in 12 acts with a prologue and an epilogue and she flits about at the beginning and she can't make her mind up about what college course she wants to do and does different ones. But then it shows with loads of different guys like going out with different men from one relationship to another. So it never actually, it sort of feels like she's in the perfect relationship with the perfect guy. But then it jumps to somebody else. So it's clever. But how it does it is really clever. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend it. It's such a good film. I really loved it. I want to watch his other one now. Thel- that, like I said, Thelma. I want to try and see that one. I don't know if you heard anything about it, but apparently um, Boris Johnson, uh, he, he walked outside, I think it was May last year, 
Um, no, it's 2020. 2020, sorry. He walked outside and there was a few people round and he saw this white powder on the table and he thought, oh, yeah. it's dust. And he snorted it and didn't realise it was coke. He thought it was just white powder. Yeah, yeah. And he had to talk about it in the House of Commons and go, oh, I thought it was white powder. I just thought it was, it was dust. Work, it was work coke. Work coke. It was a work coke meeting. He just loves work coke. Well, he says he loves the smell of Vim because it reminds him of his mum. That's probably what it was then. Yeah. yeah. So, so then he quickly rushed straight back in. But why was Carrie there? <laughs> if it's a work meeting why was Carrie there why was Carrie there Prime Minister <laughs> so probably, she, she's my work wife <laughs> well no it wasn't it was a girlfriend at the time she was there with a baby it was well I think technically it's his, it was his bastard at the time but um, they brought the baby there to give it herd immunity <laughs> do you reckon how long do you reckon he's got left like as in ages probably, do you reckon he should just stay <laughs> for as long as possible <laughs> just keep doing this if you hate him. the Tories you want him to stay in I think yeah you got, he's got to what, stay the, the the news is fucking terrible they, they've got a point there's so so many people going like yes okay we get it Boris is shit but there is other things going on it's like yeah we'll get it he's a dickhead yeah he's a dickhead shouldn't have that party shouldn't have that party but there's just loads of people just repeating themselves going well my dad's like we've done it oh, before yeah, yeah. And, this, and when my and it's like yeah we get that as well but you you are repeating the story they had the it was like the Teletubbies it was on the it was, I was like I was just sat here playing the switch I was yeah, like hang no, on a minute I've heard that. the TV on the background and the, t- the same fucking four stories were on just to repeat and I was just like what the fuck people well, I think- and then this woman was there going like oh we've got these we've got the, the, the socials in saying we think you're spending much too much time talking about this when there's other things to be t-. and then so you know it you're reading it out you're reading out even saying that you should be talking about something else and you're still not talking about something else this is fucking insane yeah but it's juice it's, though, just, it? I it's not the, juice because they're, they're I just I think the insanity it. is this, this is probably I was just like yeah let him off this is, pro- him off. this is probably the least scandal he's done but the other scandals are so terrible I think that they've realised that the public like this one to hate him so that's yeah. why they that's why they're doing it well, he's an incompetent there's, thief there's and a liar going like oh he told he's been alright he's been contrite who cares so that's what most people would just yeah, think no not no, most, I, I have heard that because I listen to a lot of LBC did you not see the, 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 the darts can't you vote for him? Did you see the dark, fucking can't you yeah, vote for him on the, the darts on the football? You normally say, "Hey, he's all right. I like him. He's funny." They're all going, "Fuck Boris Johnson!" Yeah. Like big choruses of it. Because you get your, you'll get your like Johnson Easter's that will love him no matter what he does. Yeah. Just like you had your Corbyn Easter's that will love him no matter what he does. Yeah. So, so you're always going to get them people. And but then when I, I listen to a lot of LBC and on there, um, it's it, most people don't like what he's done and like say he's fucking useless but then like there is some people like you Greg that are saying like this guy was going the other day he goes why are they talking about gas and electric that's going up I want to hear about that the gas is going up yeah, why are we talking about that yeah, then you think well they're not doing nothing about that either yeah but that's so, their, it's their fault that the gas price yeah. is going up because they sold off all our gas reserves yeah but to this guy normally, it's not normally, suppose, the, normally England has gas reserves so that if the price fluctuates the, the public doesn't get affected by it but the Tories sold it all off <laughs> and didn't make Boring. a new gas reserve right, so, so you're not interested in why you just asked why <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, and I've yeah, told I you why I know because people start explaining at least you don't vote at least you don't vote you get all these people that go I love the I was born a Tory I'll die a Tory and I go, oh, do you know about this story? Not interested, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lefties. <laughs> Fucking le- I, can't, I can't even stand that Keir Starmer. Every time he comes on TV, I'll just turn it off. I can't even listen to him. So- yeah, but he's Someone t- said that to me today, right? He's Tory light anyway. I don't, yeah, I know. But I said to him, I don't, I'm not bothered about Keir Starmer. I'm not, I don't even think no, about it. I don't care him, about right? the politics. I just think the government is, should be held to account. But how can you say like, Oh, I can't. I can't listen to Keir Starmer talk. I turn it off. But you are okay hearing Boris go. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, no, exactly. Yes, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Boris can't talk uh, at all. Uh, uh, that fucking does my head every time he goes. Uh, yeah. After everything he says, it's like uh, Keir Starmer's a fine orator compared to fucking Boris Johnson. I mean, he's not great. He's, a lawyer, but he's like compared yeah. to compared to Boris Johnson. Yeah. I, like, I like Angela. I like Angela Rayner because she reminds me of that Alex Simwise who did that TV show about how to be a OnlyFans presenter. Because I met her once at roller skating at Bagley's, Here and she go. was very nice I looking. Get, I get the point, right? If they if they're going on about him, going, oh, he's done this, done that. If they're going to get him, fi- if it's going to be a quick thing and they're going to get him fired, get someone decent in to run the country and sort out all the gas and electric and all that shit, then cool. But they then, won't. Then that's not going to happen, is it? So yeah, no elements. So yeah, there is no point talking about anything until they fucking get well, rid of him. What they should bottom. do is every but time they're not going to get rid of him. They should get. They should stop talking about it. As I'm saying, either get rid of him or stop going on about it. Yeah, because people, people don't really want to get in because Brexit's, oh, Brexit's fucked. Anyway, Brexit's going to fuck everything up. And whoever they get in, you've got, was it Sunak, Truss, or someone said, who knows a bit more about politics than me, it might be Gove. Imagine if they get Pob in. Fuck yeah. me. Right? Any of those three are more right-wing on the economy, so they're going to bring austerity back because, you look, we helped you out. We helped you out with the vaccine and we helped you out with furlough. So now you've got to suffer for another 10 years. They should, every time Boris speaks in Parliament, and he goes, uh, the Labour's just go, uh, yeah. every time he does it. <laughs> I think it was an old episode of the day today where the, the, it was like, guy, if he went, ah, uh, then everyone else around him was going, ah, like this they should just do that to him. That'd be well good. Well, he don't turn up that often these days, does he? He's got his fridge con- contract. I bet he uses the hot tap to make Vimto. That's what kind of cunt he is. <laughs> do you know how much his wallpaper cost? Uh, I know that there's flat mate's 840 quid a roll and it's gold lame and the thing is right, right imagine that's well, so made of llamas gold yeah, llamas yeah gold llamas yeah so right he's he's like, no, he's at number 11 now anyway right so he's, his mate gave him a load of money illegally to do up his flat and now he's going to get kicked out so the next prick that moves in has got to move into his fucking golden out. kaleidoscope <laughs> <laughs> you turn on the lights and you get blinded but for Austin two Powell's days gold yeah. member <laughs> Bunty B and the Kind Boys. Because <laughs> I think that's who's going to move in. Because you know <laughs> they, they're going to replace um, Boris Johnson, not with like a real politician. Because you know they need, you know, Bunty politics B. nowadays is all about the gram yeah. and getting likes and yeah, a bit getting of gram of coke. So they're going to replace him with someone who's like more upbeat and a bit more crazy. It's going to be Bunty B and, and the uh, what well, the Kind Boys. The Kind Boys. And they're going to say like, well, we're really we're Kind Boys. We're really kind. Really and then Bunty, Bunty B, B and the woke boys. Yeah, yeah, Bunty B will be the one leading it. So. Uh, uh, did you I'm Bunty B and I'm here to say like Honey G you'll be like Honey G B to the U to the N to the D to the Y I'm, bu- I'm bastard what Bunty B fuck's sake cunt <laughs> you see the last um, the last conservative <laughs> Prime Minister was yeah let's go through a stream of consciousness into the subjects and delve deep and see where we all go in this so let's begin with this first one uh, my first question is have you ever moved anything with your mind no no have you ever moved anything with your mind uh, like in June I like think I've I have, some, I've tried a couple of times I haven't tried for a long time actually have you ever tried to do it when you were a kid thinking you could I've do tried it? when I was younger I think, I've done a, a bowel times, movement but. with my mind I've done a slow release toilet seat with my mind <laughs> what about concentrating on a glass of water to make it move across the table you ever done that I do you know what I don't think I actually do you want to have a go now quick <laughs> I'll put the cigarette oh. packet there think really hard see if you can move it I'll just fart if I <laughs> <laughs> no you can't what movie franchises should have stopped at number two? Back to the Future. Terminator. Uh, E.T. 
Uh, we did a sequel to or, what, or what film should have had a sequel as well because I've got some here like so Young Guns had a sequel did it Young Guns 2 there wasn't Young Guns 3 was there no I don't think so no think Ter- Terminator good? should have definitely stopped at 2 shouldn't it Terminator 3 was, was, yeah, was we probably, might as well just say it did and well, just yeah. ignore all the others um, Home Alone Home Alone Do I mean, home, well Home Alone should have stopped at 1 I think I don't think it lost I don't well think that's had about 8 that's had straight to video ones had Donald Trump in the second one yeah I'll tell you films that shouldn't have had a sequel Matrix Oh yeah, Matrix shouldn't have bothered with the any of the others. Yeah, any of them, yeah. So uh, Predator, it should have just been the Matrix, not the Matrices. Oh, no, the anim- the, it should have just been the Matrix and the Animatrix. The Animatrix was wicked. Oh yeah, that was quite good. Yeah, like well, the Predator, that should have stopped at one because that was a good film on its own. The uh, second Predator one was Two it. was all right, I thought. It the was Eyes of a good. Demon. Yeah, it had, yeah it had some classic. It had some classic lines that were in the drum and bass, like sampled into drum and bass tunes. Lord of the Rings should like, have King stopped. Willy Man or something. That was yeah. a, shouldn't it? Hey? Lord of the Rings should have stopped at the first one. <laughs> Yeah. you think there's um, a bad Hobbit the, the second Hobbit film was actually was the best one out of the three Hobbit films the the, tr- the original Lord of the Rings trilogy was solid but the Hobbit films were Star Wars trilogy solid. should have just stopped because in, yeah. re- in realistically there was some naff naff bits in Jedi like they were naff, like um, Back to the Future 3 was naff uh, what Return of the Jedi? You mean? Yeah. No, well, no. I mean, well, that's the everyone says. The Ewoks, my Jedi, yeah, oh, I loved like, it. But I loved it. Time, yeah, because yeah. yeah, we were young enough. Well, yeah, even you were young enough. I would have thought yeah. to like to enjoy to still think the Ewoks were all right. Um, <laughs> and but there was some. The beginning is amazing. The beginning in Tatooine with Jabba and the the Sarlacc. Yeah, 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 no, there's good, so yeah. many classic. There's so many lore bits in it now that well, the, gra- the seen as lore. That I had a great sweatshirt them. that I did a graffiti character of an Ewok doing the Zulu hand sign on the back. Cool. But yeah, yeah no, Jedi's Jedi's awesome compared to any, uh, for me. Jedi was my favourite film growing up. Now, yes, no, I'm, now it's Caravan now I'm of Courage. No, now it's Caravan of Courage or Battle of, Battle of Endor. Yeah, yeah, your favourite Star Wars films now. <laughs> Caravan of Courage. Do you, you remember Caravan of Courage? Yeah, of course I do. I wouldn't uh, have said have it. You, have I wasn't watched, talking have about random it? Caravan. I know, but is it, it's, it's, it's on Disney, isn't it? It's, it'll be yeah, on. Di- yeah, yeah, I want to watch that again. Well, I can. still haven't watched Disney. I still haven't watched the Lego Star Wars Christmas special. I haven't seen that either. That's oh, on that's, Disney. Usually, it's supposed to be quite good. The Eternals is on off. Disney now as well. That's supposed to be shit. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Bad yeah, you know that's getting an, uh, going for an Oscar nomination. No, for what for special effects on its own. No, because Sounds. now there's four category four categories, uh, two of which each film has to have to be nominated for an Oscar, and it's uh, two of them are about diversity, diversity of cast, and diversity of director and diversity of story and that fits all of them because it's very diverse what there's diversity Oscars John Cleese will be yeah, turning yeah. in his grave Ashley Banjo's going to turn up and start throwing Oscars <laughs> out like a ninja stars we'll do a dance uh, I want to do a little improv now uh, chucking out there I'm a small business owner improv so I'm going to be a oh, small, I love these oh, ones this is a good one because I'm a small business owner <sighs> and you guys are coming into my new small business and I specialise in coffee uh, that's what most small businesses do. I'm a coffee Say seller. small business again. I dare you. <laughs> I double dare you, motherfucker. Uh, I'm a coffee shop owner. Is it, is it a small business in the... Si- <laughs> like it's a diorama and everyone has to be the size <laughs> of a Lego man? A small business? <laughs> like, no, it's... Not very big, like is, it small to, is it small You've slash... It. A, bit. a small slash medium-sized business? <laughs> You've got shop, it. but a business. Like yeah, a shop. One, but a small a, one. A shop. A small shop. But a small one. But it's a coffee shop. Yeah. So you guys have never seen the shop before and you walk in and then you're asking me questions about my business. A small business. Begin scene. <laughs> Ding dong. Oh, come in. Good morning. Hello. Oh, this is oh hello. Lo- Good hello. morning. This is a lovely small First business. Two customers. What a lovely small business. It is. Thank you very much. I mean, I, I, I like big businesses usually. Large businesses. Or, or medium size, we or like, medium, don't we? Medium, but... 
This is probably the, this is the nicest small business. I've I like seen. what you've Thank done you with the much. walls. What do you call this? Uh, paint. Oh, that's good. Thank you very much. Has, it's, it, got uh, white co- paint. has it got a name? Well, it's uh, more uh, what the name of the shop you mean? Or the my paint. business? You mean? Yeah. Or paint. Is it? Are they different names? The paint's white dusk. Oh, lovely! Look, yeah, and there's a few like pictures that. up there. <laughs> oh, white dusk. Oh, they do come up with some funny names, don't they? Anyway, uh, so what's about that? You sell coffee, obviously. Yeah, coffee. Do you have? Um, can you tell, what's the what's the finest bean? Coffee fees. So do you get like different beans in from? Yeah, like, I have got beans. Uh, all I've got some Arabica, uh, Arabica. Oh. Arabica beans. Yes. Okay, yeah. at the would you like it's an Arabica stuff. coffee? Um, or would you like some samples? We can do some small samples. Yeah, so of where, where is this from? Yeah. Well, you say it's Arabica, but the, it, isn't it like Columbia? Great? They're Columbian beans. Oh, it's Columbian oh beans. nice, okay, nice, nice. Yeah, cool. Uh, so, what's your USP? Uh, well, I think our USP is we've got beans that not other. Do you have other country beans? Do you have like African beans? We do organic uh, beans. No, no, uh, but do you have African beans? We've got some African beans. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, do you have other uh, countries? Yeah, Gugar beans from Africa. Gugar yeah, beans. Yeah, you've not heard of them before. No, no. That yeah. sounds like baby talk. Well, it does, doesn't it? I love the name of your shop. Has beans. <laughs> That's a really, really out yeah, there yeah, name. Yeah. It sounds like all your beans are old. No, it's Coffee the name of the shop. Oh, is it? Oh, oh, oh you misread it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Coffee Thank you, though. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so the difference between this shop is we're a local small business. I don't know if I've mentioned that. Uh, we do sell coffees, but we do samples <laughs> of coffees as well. So you can sample all the uh, small blends. And also, uh, we've got probably more than Starbucks and Cafe Nero. Because we source some, some Colombian, you got some African, you yeah. got some Arabica, and we also have English beans. Would you like to try English Ooh. beans? <laughs> English beans. Insane. <laughs> I wanted to find out what the, what you were calling the different sizes of the cups. Oh, you you not really got a business? <laughs> nah. Oh fucking hell, mate. Do you talk about leading me on? The human race will ever progress to a point where they no longer sing the national anthem. I already have. I don't ever sing it. <laughs> what? Never. <laughs> yeah, no. I, uh, no, I don't. I think I, I might do like for a laugh if I'm really pissed I think I might have done pissed at the football like watching the last time we was all like watching uh, England like in 2000 and I don't know something right has anyone ever met any real hard men <laughs> so I looked at a mirror once yeah. 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 I mean like the governor in like Lockstock I've met a few people who are pretty hard I suppose I don't know no, not really not that Not that I'd be like how would you know not that I'd be like I've always thought, well, I could take him. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met anyone that I've been. I'm not not like met. But I've I've seen people in the street, obviously, or I've seen people around thought thinking like, yeah, I definitely wouldn't fuck with them. But I don't think I've ever met anyone that I'm like that I think is like super super. I think hard. it's very difficult to Present tell a company excluded, unless their trousers <laughs> are unless their trousers are pulled down. I'm it's very difficult myself. to tell though, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Walk straight Jesus. into that one with a stiffy. Yeah. Which celebs do you think have got a clean cut image but are at it all the time? E.g. Tom Jones. Like so, they, he hasn't it. got a clean cut. He's always been famous clean for shaking about. So like, like Philip Schofield, they've been married for like forty years or all that. But you know that behind the scenes, they've got like they're always trying to wrap up a drain pipe. Well, Philip Schofield, well, for you example, trying, you mean saying they have affairs. Or yeah, they're trying, yeah, yeah. They're trying to have constantly like oh, illicit relations like Prince with Prince Andrew, ladies, Cl- squeaky clean reputation. Or, Ladies or men or vice versa. The one, the, one yeah. joke I, the one joke I did like this week was that um, when Philip Schofield's wife met him, he she thought he was in the uh, broom cupboard, but it turns out he was in the closet all along. Can you think of anyone like that? You could think of like Derm O'Leary? Do you reckon? Nah. Uh, well, nah. I don't want to. Fit. I don't really care. I don't really care if celebrities are shagging or whatever. Like, good for them. Didn't they make a big deal about I've, him I've having a big cock? Darren Day. I've seen them all fucking each other and fuck, or trying to fuck 
Oh, they're not even not each other. Probably trying to fuck groupies. I've seen they're all. I've seen they're all using their celebrity to get whatever they can, and probably sex. If you could choose one thing you'd like to invented or created, what would it have been? The Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. That's genius. Nintendo uh, Switch. Has I mean, to be. that's. I mean, yeah, I'm playing a lot. Of Switch Are they called recently, egg, so. egg eaglets? The I, little... I have said it's my favourite thing of the last ten years. I think a favourite gadget of the last ten years. The bits that go on the end of shoelaces because you'd be a millionaire. Egg, egg, egglet, eagles, eagles. 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 Yeah, what film was that in? Eaglets. Inlets. That was in a film, wasn't it? Where he said he would like to have invented eaglets. Eaglets. Is eaglets? It's eaglets, isn't it? Something like yeah. that. What about ingots, ingots, ingots. Oh, that's, 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 ingots that's gold of gold. Yeah. Gold bars, yeah. What about the guy that invented cat's eyes? Um, sliced bread would be bad. Let's talk about playing cards. Uh, <laughs> chess, a pen. Uh, well, anything that would make me lots of money, obviously, Barry. Well, here you go. Here's a question I heard earlier on a podcast. What is your favourite game? Electronic card and board. Oh, fear is the mind killer. In it, obviously, no, no, but of each, of each because you could play electronic chess. You could what, play electronic. Yeah, what's your favourite? What's your favourite computer game? Electronic switch game. Your favourite card game and your favourite board game. Okay, One here we go. Oh, okay. Uh, switch, Clask uh, for board game currently. Card game uh, Uno, a classic. And uh, what was the last one? Uh, can't remember board card electronic electronic and computer oh computer oh, electronic computer same, same thing, thing isn't it? it well no one's like your you could say your console or a computer and the other could be like an arcade machine I suppose same thing same thing mate okay do that yeah right, let's make it three I said mine then yeah, yeah. switch I'm going with switch chess and card game so I don't really play cards I'd have to say the card game will get the most fun out of I'm probably best at gin uh, rummy, maybe, but that's a shit. It's a shit game. Shithead, I, shithead. When we play shithead on holiday, yeah, you look like a shithead man. To me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm more shithead. You're like than a blackjack. shithead guy, aren't you? Because it, not black. Because there's two. There's two. The ones that you play you're, the yeah. pissed, when you're pissed with your friends. Or like, blackjack and and blackjack is not like twenty ones, is it? It's blackjack as in. And I always forget. I always mix up the rules. Shithead. I remember yeah. shithead easier than I do blackjack. So it's the one I can always. The only two games I ever play are rummy or shithead. That's it. Poker. I, I just I can't be bothered with it and. It's a bit it's complicated like and you can lose I a lot of money. I thought chess, but chess turns out I definitely can be bothered with and I love chess and I'm totally getting into it. Uh, whereas poker, I would have thought because there's better, like there's stuff to be won and that and you'd think I'd be more into that but I'm not, I just really don't. You'd I'd think. say... But I'm not into gambling. I say I'm just not a gambler, so... My favourite card I game suppose. is Tute, which is a Spanish Spanish game. It's like or Triumph, I think it's called. Um, my favourite board game, uh, I am getting back into chess so we're going to have to have a game. Oh yeah, definitely. And... If we're do- not doing computer and con, because oh, I like both both incarnations of the Star Wars game that you sit in, yeah, yeah, like the old fashioned one that you sit in. That's like uh, what's it called? Vector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have and to then go again. and the other one that you filmed was it you filmed me once with vaping inside the new yeah, the modern that's the one. big one with yeah. the projector. Did you learn Tute on the lorry when you came over? Yes, yeah. Uh, we we so. played it in the back, and as each person died, we used them as um, new as stakes. Yeah. Okay, uh, so if you owned your own burger kebab van, what kind of slogan would you have on the side? I'll give you some examples. We've got one in this town, and it says, the best just got better on the side of it, along the front. The best just got better. What about Big Al's one? That What's was that one uh, It was Britain's biggest caterer. Uh, Greg's Because he, he was quite, he was quite <laughs> no fat. No sauce. <laughs> No sauce here. We hate Just sauce. delicious burgers. Sauce ruins burgers. Meat, no sauce. <laughs> I think I'd put burger you backwards. Oh, yeah. 
I'll say, do you like What's burgers? One, um, Here's a burger van. Oh, the one, the, the one on the. Did you say that already? Was I just switching off? What trying to think of one? No, the one on the, the bypass, Carlsberger. No, that's the, that with, the, with the Carlsberg sign. Oh it's, really? It's, yeah, oh, yeah. No, I haven't seen You're that. Not seen that on no. the fucking bypass. So going between Wendover and Miss and yeah, Wendover and Amersham. Sorry, yes, yeah, on that on the bypass, whatever. Yeah, Carlsberg and the exact lettering of Carlsberg, but Carl's and then Burger. Like yeah, oh. clever, that's clever as fuck. So I, know, I know it's a slightly different thing, but there's the Ellsbury <laughs> Scaffolding Company that's got Britain's best directions. Uh, that's like mine. Mine would be Hard Man Burgers and then just a Hard Cock at the end of the burgers that'd be better for like, for hot dogs wouldn't it yeah but it works if you've got a hard man yeah. serving the burgers as well <laughs> yeah but you would get hot fr- hot um, splashback what's it called the oil and stuff you'd have to be very very careful yeah and it'd be hard to stay erect all day long as well if you're serving burgers well you wouldn't have to what's, if you had the sign <laughs> you could call your burger van you could call, you, are we trying to steer away from you that? could call your burger van the gristle missile do you reckon the uh, friendliest person you meet is a crackhead on the way to the next smoke? <laughs> yeah, a crackhead who's just picked up. Yeah, a crackhead who's just picked up, but not actually looking for crack. It, no, it's just before they've done their pipe, because the anticipation of the pipe. Because once they've done the pipe, they'll be they'll be happy, but they'll be happy, but in the back of their head, they'll be like. <sighs> Take it away. Oh, I've got to get the next one. Yeah, the most the happiest you'll ever find anyone is like when they're just about to do their drugs. I think. Uh, why do people spend 20k on a wedding instead of spending on a down payment on a house excellent question I'd say yeah they would go excellent wedding oh, yeah let's just move into this house fuck the party and we'll have a housewarming party a lot cheaper and get married in the, the house and, just, because... and, we'll laundry, and everyone doing their lingerie skip to the end everyone fucks because western women have been socialised since they're old enough to think to play with baby dolls and dress up as fairies and princesses and uh, all they're looking forward to is getting married and basically they want to spend as much money on that so they can put it on Instagram when in reality their husband's going to leave them and uh, talk, have sex uh, chats with other people online and go and have sex with them yeah haven't always had Instagram though have we so it was like that before as well yeah but they were socialised to that degree that playing with babies dressing up as fairies dressing up you know and it was and you look at every Disney princess it's like they live happily ever after after they meet their, their prince it never goes any further than that I think sociologically speaking it's that's where we're making it? an error when it all ends in a load of bollocks it all ends in tears like the divorce it's like oh, big party like, oh, that, that is was, amusing yeah. that was a bit silly wasn't it all that money five years later means absolutely nothing now did it and you look at the, the old wedding you spend, photos you spent 20 grand on a wedding and one of uh, and you're I'm sorry ho- about it for anyone who's been, who's well no so I must admit all our friends none of our friends have got divorced no no they haven't they're so all actually they haven't getting married to be yeah, fair but and the I think the ones that have got married yeah they're going to be fine they've been together for quite a long time and there's no plans there because they know that we'll all take the piss out of them yeah what a waste of money but I like, that's the only reason they're staying together can you get your money back on that <laughs> I like those cliches of like uh, you spent 20 grand on a wedding and then it's like oh where's the groom he's got to make a speech and he's out the back fucking one of the bridesmaids up the arse and it's like what wedding was that then oh shit yeah, sorry brother <laughs> it, I thought that didn't happen did that's it? happened a lot, yeah. What well, that's happened a lot. What, up what? the arse? Why yeah. would it well, sorry, 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 up the arse? You say you said that to add like a, a, a what, grand the hurrah. The you saying like, no, like but a, there's like people. There's film. people to spend that much money on a wedding, and then it turns out later that they were having an affair or they had sex oh, right, the night yeah. before all that. But then there's ones where it actually disintegrates on the wedding day, and you think you've spent twenty grand oh, right, right, yeah, in yeah. front of all your family. That is, well, that is like in a film, like yeah, yeah. I've not heard of them being that bad, like. Yeah, for a heart me. attack on the wedding day and drop down dead and while you're doing the speeches yeah, that's, that's selfish go wrong. 
I, I think you've you got to know. I think, you've, yeah, you've just got to fucking know, innit? you? reckon? You've got to know, innit? Yeah. <laughs> but I, like, I, like, I like the idea that our, that our friends are only staying together because just so that we can go. Because of this podcast. Like, yeah. So we don't take the piss out of the we'll Yeah, because we'll talk about them on the podcast. I'm 50 50 on weddings as it goes so far. What do you mean? I was best man at two. Uh, one's still together, two kids. The other two kids divorced. Oh, you went to one where he's not together anymore, didn't you, Greg? Remember? reception yeah so yeah that's yeah they're not together anymore are they no no yeah my cousin but that was that was through illness and that was really tragic right yeah oh sorry um so that's not that doesn't count i thought you were talking about that no no no, no, yeah yeah that's not good but i don't know it's like put all that effort in get married have kids then get divorced miserable put all that effort in get married have kids stay together miserable don't get married miserable i don't know it's something about this country i think it's always miserable <laughs> it always comes down to that uh that's the game mate that's the well, game maybe, maybe it's just that they all know me i don't know right so let's move on to the first improv that i've come to in uh in the stream of consciousness and i haven't done we haven't done one of these for ages but uh first improv we did one about your you coffee shop shit one oh we did the small business yeah well guess what here comes another shit one let's do a doctor who improv now and i'm going to be the doctor who go for a piss in the tardis different people through history so, Greg, we're playing Alexander Graham Bell, uh, inventor of the telephone, yeah. if you didn't know. I knew that. And I will be playing yeah. Doctor Who, and this is the first time the Doctor has Why met you? Alexander Graham Bell. So, begin scene. Where are we, Doctor? Uh, wait here in the TARDIS, my good skip. Uh, no, I've got someone I need to meet. Here he is. Ding! won't fucking work, sir. Hey, hello there. It's me, Alexander Graham Bell. Ah, I'm Scottish. Alexander Graham Bell. How I'm, wonderful I'm Scottish, to meet you. I? Alexander Graham Bell, is he Scottish? How wonderful yes. to meet you. I'm just here tinkering around with the first telephone. You seem like you're having problems with it. I, I am. Ting, ting, ting. See, I'm hitting it with a hammer. I don't think this hammer's working. I might have to use a different tool to make this telephone. Well, I'm not allowed to really interfere. Would you like me to take a look at it? I don't want Edison to get there first. I, I don't think Edison's working on the same thing or at the same time. I don't know. Uh, yeah, have a look at this. Let yeah. me look at this wire here. Just move that there and put the flux capacitor with the neutron flux flow there. Flux capacitor? Neutron? What are you talking about? Have a go at it now, Ali. 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 Cheers, pal. That seems to work. Oh, my, my new invention of the telephone can get off the ground now. Ah, the, Excellent. The doctor meddles with history once again and sorts out the problem. Oh, well. Goodbye, Mr. Bell. See you later, pal. Weird <sighs> doctor guy and flying in his thingy. Okay. Now let's talk about Greg's uh, oh. Space Raiders potato shapes. So that's how the phone was made. <laughs> yeah, that is how it was made. Wow. Let's talk about your... <laughs> is that what I say, give us a bell? <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about your fetish for um, potato-based snacks that are based on famous crisps? <laughs> yes. Do you want to talk Absolutely. about this? Uh, oh, you're probably referring to... Maybe the beef space raiders and hula hoops um, and the ho- and the beef hula hoops, uh, both the potato snacks. Yeah, they're good. I've talked about it. We've talked, yeah, I've talked about it. Aren't space raiders up in their game a bit? Because I saw a packet the other day and they've started putting on the back like you know, remember they used to do in monster munches. They used to get a bit more technical on the packet. Yeah, and so now they put an actual picture of a space raider on the back. Yeah, they talk. Yeah. They do a bio on it. And yeah, they've, yeah. Been doing, they've done that for a while. Man. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. What about the aliens? And yeah, stuff? yeah, they've done that. For, they've done that for ages, haven't they? 
Yeah, when they talk about the aliens on the back, the different aliens. Is that always been like the case? No, I don't know. I don't know, you know it's, definitely, it's definitely something they've done for quite they a few years. The back of the yeah. potato ones and the oven as well. Um, I'm not sure actually. When was the last time you had some? Can you? I haven't had them for. I haven't had them for a while actually. I need to go to Iceland. It's only Iceland that do them. I think. Can you imagine working at the marketing department of Space Raiders and having a chat again? Do you reckon we should put a bio of the aliens on the back, <laughs> or do you reckon they'd have to ring up the alien overlords <laughs> and check if it's okay? Like, I mean, they could have gone into a bit more detail. Also, like, oh, we do Chris. What should we do next? I don't know. Let's do potato shapes that are shaped like... Spa- what? So the hula hoops, they are they are, they are weird. They're, they're, thing, they're good to have by themselves, though, because you can have them with a... With, they're actually a bit too much. When you have them with a meal, they sort of overpower because they're so tasty and flavourful, the beefy... You just chuck all the rest ones. of the food away. Um, so you got... Yeah, they're you better got, as a snack, really. Or a bit of bread. Is there any other ones? A hula hoop, a hula hoop, a beef a hula, hula hoop. A hula hoop butty. A potato beef hula hoop. As in, so, yeah, if you're listening, people, these are hula hoops, but they're potatoes, so chunky bits so of potato. So I still haven't tried these. So like a potato, yeah, like a chip type snack. But yeah. So a hoop butty. But yeah, so you have a hoop butty. They're fucking delicious. Well, beef, there's your, there's your, beef there's your fast you food get normal, van or you get, you get plain ones as well, but no, there's, what's the point? If you're going to get, if you're going to get fucking potato hula hoops, you may as well get the beef ones. Strap right? in and put your foot down. Yeah. Beef butty. I'm glad they don't do the salt and vinegar, all the horrible flavour ones. Salt what's, and vinegar. Ugh. Horrible for you. I'll tell you something for, I saw today. Um, you know when you go on, you know when you go on your right. Google feed. I thought you were going to say clouds. Yeah, yeah, clouds. You know when you go on your Google feed. Yep. Um, we said, I think we said before about the the type of clickbait they had. I saw one, and it said it's on the Sun website that the Shining's five year old kid is unrecognisable now. I didn't click on it. But no shit. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> like that was forty years ago. Yeah. You won't believe what this... Oh, me- children are 40 years older. Children from the 80s are 40 years older now. You won't appa- believe it. They the, look totally different. And also, the beast is unrecognisable. Well, He's not, is he? Again, <laughs> I've never actually found out what Susan Tully looks like now. No, the beast off of the chase. No, I know, but I've never found out what Susan Tully looks like. You oh, know, know it says Michelle from EastEnders. I know, but you have to yeah. click so many times, don't you? <laughs> no, but it's not actually there. There is no real picture. I've done it a few times. Oh, yeah. She doesn't oh, yeah. exist. Oh, no, that, one, that one doesn't that exist. One doesn't exist. That, one, reckon, that one does not exist. Or do you reckon you click... Michelle Ryan. Michelle Ryan exists. That takes about... 104 clicks and no, but but I'm saying with Tully do you reckon she was there and she was so unrecognisable you didn't notice she's now just like a because there's Michelle Ryan who played Zoe yeah like and she that one that one's real I, I got to into that one that was she's got cherubism was, hasn't she her face just gets bigger and bigger that was about 104 clicks and yeah and she was there at the, she got, was there at the end of it but I can't remember what she looked like she's, she's got the mandible of a minotaur now and but yeah, Susan, the Suzanne Tully one who plays Michelle Fowler, or who played Michelle Fowler in EastEnders, she that 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 is that is the original clickbait. You're like, what? Oh yeah, I can't. I want to see what Suzanne Tully looks like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Maybe Michelle you did. Fowler. You just didn't recognise. She's so unrecognisable. You didn't notice her. No, it didn't. It, it, it goes on to something else. It always goes to someone else's it picture. Does, yeah, it never gets to her. It's, it's like just her on the day. front. Yeah. I was listening to Three Tenors the other day. That's thirty quid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's another question: What's the difference between a 100k watch shouldn't cost you to listen to them though no it doesn't make any sense no it doesn't you you go because it's you sort of get it but then yeah it doesn't actually make sense unless you bought the box set Uh, what's the difference between a 100k watch or like a very very expensive watch okay not 100k necessarily it can be like very expensive and say a 5 pound Casio if they both tell the same time 
Well, they don't because the really expensive ones tend to lose um, lose Lose seconds over every year, so they have to be recalibrated. If you get a Casio, you never you don't have to do fuck all with it. No, that's not true. The Casio, normal digital watches don't do that. If a five pound digital watch don't do shit, my my digital watch does. It's because it's calibrated with the rugby with the satellite in rugby, so mine tells the same time as a train station or whatever. The The five pound bit threw me, I'll admit, but the Casio bit in Seiko watches keep time better than a lot of expensive watches possibly but they, they normal digital watches go out but like the same way your fucking phone does I'm just going by something yeah. I just made although up although your phone shouldn't as well your phone should be in time with the the Greenwich meter like the what's it the, what's the, where's the fucking yeah your well, phone gets the, network the, time the, the, the satellite the, the one that mine calibrates with, there's a place in rugby where it goes like doing it every night at 2 3 o'clock my watch goes and flips out and the, the hand starts going round and then it, it, it and you which go is, back in time yeah and then it goes so if it went out say a second or whatever during the day it recalibrates cause that's all it's going to do basically so it's it, always on what, this now it's is that a 100k watch then no this is like 80, like an 80 90 pound watch it's what? the G- G-Shock yeah. Casio G-Shocks yeah they're that. famous yeah, yeah. it starts vibrating once a year and it goes it's not you Greg it's your kids yeah. I've had loads of them like and that is that's that's why I, I can't be what I like about then. them the most and that I, but, so I do want to get another I wouldn't mind another brand of watch where it's more flashy and more looks more. Like, I'd like a, I'd like the idea of a simple looking retro style watch with a really big readout, like so you can see everything really. You know I mean? Like a cool like Seiko, a Seiko is supposed to like be a computer got screen, to. but with this technology. But I, don't, I haven't seen one yet. I think there is there's a couple. Um, yeah, there's a couple of watches I've been looking at, but yeah. they haven't got the exact same. There's that fat thing. fella on uh, YouTube that appraises uh, famous people's collections of Rolex. He sells Rolexes in Northern Ireland, but he reckons that G-Shock, Casio G-Shocks, and I think Seikos, he calls them God tier as well. Yeah. Because he goes for medium price watches. They're oh the yeah. Best. yeah, yeah, definitely. For the best thing price. I've seen about watches is that watchmaker thing you told me to watch on Amazon. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. The that's watchmaker's really apprentice. good. That's watchmaker's crazy. Apprentice. Yeah, that's that yeah. is good. Yeah, the um, the amount of time it takes to make a like, hand make. To hand make your own watch, like every every single part, every single component. Because some people who make watches, but they've got parts from places and da da da. No, nobody knows how long it t- took to make the first watch, do they? What's that? The second watch they knew because they had the first watch. Uh, uh, no, yeah. anyway, in this thing, three like, tenors. In, anyway, this the this thing, the I can't. What's the guy's name? The, the, yeah, I was going to find watchmaker. it. Um, George Daniels. That's it. George Daniels is the original one. He rises the from poverty, become the finest watchmaker of the modern era. Yeah. And Roger Smith spends seven years as an apprentice. Uh, and the other thing about it is the George Daniels guy. He invented the first modern thing in watches for two hundred and fifty years, wasn't it, or <coughs> hundreds of years? Because watches, when they go round, they need to be lubricated, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. And he invented a special kind of cog, and they an Omega he used it in their watches, and they called it the Omega cog or whatever it's called. Yeah, but yeah, he actually yeah. invented it, and it's a special cog where it goes down and doesn't need any lubrication. It was yeah. the first thing. In like and that's the thing. There was like so the mate was spending two to three days sometimes just doing one cog, sh- shaving it down with the, these different like yeah, right. different equipment and stuff. Oh no, obviously and, um, some some watches are like works of art. When you see the mechanism of them, they're just a beautiful thing. But to, you lose, to, I mean, to a tiny hold. little piece, and then you just go boop, and you lose it. You drop it and go, yeah. oh well. And then up back to back to yeah, George. Did it twice. Three days, yeah, so, so imagine small. me, I'd have smashed the whole place up, and then be yeah. like, "Okay, then start again." But he'd just go. That's the patience you got out of it. He's just like, "Oh, yeah, never mind." Just carry on. He like takes his first watch after a year, yeah. and then he sends him away. And five years later, he comes back with a Casio. He goes, "Here you go." Tells I like his approach. Time. Though, or a G-Shock. <laughs> yeah, I like his approach. Though the first watch, year and a half. And he was just like, well, okay, five years then, and just obviously went to town on it, and every single part of it was perfect. Like. I bought myself a watch for my birthday this year, and I've, it was a, one of the new swatches, and I think they're good value. Flick they're good value watch. for money. No, no, it's one of the the new ones with the the buttons on it. It looks like a Tricol Quest uh, album cover, so I bought it for myself. 
but I found I still I, I don't like wearing a watch and it used to be a thing that a gentleman would do and that women would judge a man by the watch on his wrist and the shoes that he was wearing but do because uh, I think watches are almost superfluous now because you've got the time you've got everything else on your phone that's what happened to me I just want to say oh sorry yeah that George Daniel he passed away now but his watches oh, go his watches go well, for just like, now his watches go for, yeah just now but his watches go for like a like a million pound or whatever oh that, yeah, yeah. And, um, oh cool and sure. then Rogers was it Roger Smith Same yeah. his own he's taking over but they're on the Isle of Wight aren't they yeah the Isle of Wight and yeah. they make all these watches in the Isle of Wight because I'm just saying the watches are almost like a piece of jewellery well, now funny, as opposed yeah. to a, a utilitarian you say that because that's exactly the same me I've watched I've worn a watch all my life yeah I'm 44 now I've worn a watch since I was at school, yeah, forever. So I had a Casio, that black Casio was for ages. And then when my dad passed away, I was like, oh, well, he's got an analogue watch. I'll try that. And I have trouble reading analogue watches. I don't really like them very much. That's right. So I wore it for a little while. It's just late. It's doing your laces up. And it's then like shoes it. and watches, isn't it? Laces yeah. and... Barry can't tell the time. I took it off. And then I sort of never put my Casio back on again. And I haven't yeah. worn a watch for fucking ages now, like two years. Because if I, put, I think it's like you, I just no point. It's weird. I can't, I've, I have to have a watch because I can't do the like, like for instance now, I, I, I need to know the time like that. Yeah, but I was like, like that. I used to be, like, but now it's to my phone. Like, oh, where's my phone? Oh, do, do, do. And if what if you just haven't got your phone near you, like it's just fucking. So listeners, if you're, if you're ever out, if we're ever allowed out to a pub again and um, G-Dog's holding a pint in his left hand, make sure you ask him the time. Thing is, though, I've yeah, always got my phone near me, and if yeah. I ever feel I haven't got my phone, I'm so connected to it mentally oh, yeah, that my heart yeah. starts racing. If I feel I haven't got it, because it's become part of me now. It's just. Yeah, I think phone. It's like your phone. Yeah, it's yeah. just part well, of my consciousness. It is me. I yeah, d- but if you don't know where your phone is, that's like that horrible like where's my wallet or charging, keys yeah, exactly. feeling, isn't it? But if you wake up in the middle of the night and it's like, ah, uh, most most people have their phone next to their head. I'll be hey, like, darling. But <laughs> hey, there you are, babe. But no, <laughs> yeah, no, it's time when you're swimming, for instance. I want to know, oh, what time is it? You're on holiday and you're swimming around the sea and it's like, oh, what time is it? We've got to get to that fucking thing to do whatever, to get to the, before the crep shop. Holiday? Shops. What is that? It's great um, going swimming. Can you just make sure he puts his watch on, please, before he goes swimming? Because he always gets wants to know the time in the pool. It's his flotation device. What time is it? Oh, it's swimming time, obviously. Um, so when G-Dog's swimming, he ties the watch around his neck as a flotation no, device. No, yeah, I, I, I tell you what it is. Also... I feel naked without it. If it's not on my if it's not on my wrist, I just feel. I used to though. That's the totally weird thing. Feel yeah. like, ah. no, I understand. Yeah, and I've never, I've never had it. Not, I've never had a watch not longer than a day or something like that. I'll be like, oh, when I've had it, not had it day, I'll be like, right, I've made sure I've got a watch of some sort. But that's sort. what happened to me. That's what I'm saying to yeah. you. Like, I've worn a watch all but my got, life. Now you just somehow got used to it. Somehow I just don't need it anymore. That's so it's weird. weird. Yeah, 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 it's weird. But I, I like, the, I like having it because also I like having the. The oh, mine's got a barometer on it and shit like that and like weird stuff. That, that comes in handy, doesn't yeah. it? Does yeah. it make you feel like James Bond? <laughs> yeah, I mean, has bro- it, got, oh, has it got a gun in it or a EMP? The compass is good. I know you can get. Do you a use that for going phone, around? But I did. There's one time my phone wasn't working in London. I said about this before, and I used the compass on my watch to find my brother's house. That worked out. That's pretty good. That's, that's good. Pretty yeah, cool, that's not, yeah. But you could uh, get a smartwatch and just do it on that. But then, so I don't like smartwatches. always run out of smartwatches. I don't like him. I think. Like, oh, so this, I think, yeah. Last year there was a couple of watches I had had an eye on. One was more, I think it was, a, I think it was a Seiko one because there's a really expensive brand of Seiko that this guy, the watch expert, was saying it's not worth it. The actual Seiko Seikos, and uh, it was a metal one that I liked. And then that that swatch came out. I thought I'll just buy it. I thought I start wearing a watch again, but I don't know. It just it felt awkward. I could feel it all the time on my wrist. 
So yeah. I didn't bother. Do you remember the um, 1980s equivalent of a smartwatch, which was that Casio one, all different songs in it, <laughs> like different tunes. You remember that? Or the calculator watch. Or there was the a personal planner one. I remember thinking the calculator one was the tits. So like when, like I first when I was a bit. kid, I was like, whoa. I'll tell you what cool sort of a dickhead I am. I, I, well, I had the multicoloured swatch one that were, at one point was worth tens of thousands, but I lost that. But it wouldn't have been worth that because I'd worn it so much. But then later on, I think we, I think it might have been when I went abroad with school, I bought the, do you remember when they had the swatch pocket watches? Uh, vaguely. And it pop in and out of a pocket watch or you could put it in, a, it was like a big. Oh, yes. And, then it and went you in. could put it in a oh, different yeah, yeah, colour. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could dickhead. I had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet you did. <laughs> Your fucking wardrobe. Did you have yeah. flick flack? No, yeah, I didn't have flick uh, flack, no. When um, I was at school, I used to have um, a James Bond watch that played the i7 theme. <laughs> but I was actually I really jealous because there was a Casio watch that used to play like 50 different songs mm. on the yeah. watch. And do you remember those Casio gaming watches? They used to have like a driving one, the Space yeah. Invaders one. With the two. I've still got oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I've actually you, got my Casio video no, game watch. Would it not have been quite an issue for James Bond if his special secret watch when he was on a mission started playing the 007 theme tune. Surely that would have been wore, a giveaway. Yeah, he didn't wear that in the films. Oh, right. Okay. I think I've been looking at a tag or something. I think there's a watch I've been looking at that's, that, that ticks all the boxes. It's sort of quite new. Ticks all the boxes. Yeah. like it. Um, but it's like three grand or something. So The watch yeah, I, I looked at, okay. saving what I liked was the Casio. This, if you see it on their website, it's a limited edition Pac-Man watch. It was a new one by Casio, and it's doesn't. It's just got old Pac-Man colours on it and stuff like that, and then it's just a normal watch. What would be good it if it was expensive. the watch and it had like the Pac-Man... Uh, like fate or head on it but it went meek 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 and it went round and round your wrist that'd be good that'd be good so copyright that now I've worn um, yeah yeah so like I say I don't really wear watches anymore so but you do there we go what time is it just so wear yeah, one round your neck like Flavor Flav I've been rocking a G-Shock for about 15 16 years now I've, <laughs> I've had about five of ladies five or six of them <laughs> So, Maybe should more. they make a new carry-on film? Is it no. is the time right? Do you think no. we're in the current no. environment? No, no. They, whoa, they, whoa, should, whoa. They, they should burn all the others. They should make. They should get the go to the BFI. What was dig the, them all out? And what burn was the, all the last? They film. did the last one with carry. Was it Carry, carry on Columbus, Columbus with Katy Perry in it? Katy Perry. What's his name? Oh, no, Julian Clary. Sorry, yeah, yeah, same films. Apart from the, uh, Carrying Up the Kyber, that's the only one I like with Phil Silver's in it. The Halloween one, the horror one was good. Kid. I like the horror one. Carry on screaming. Yeah, I just like. Yeah. I think my favourite is the hotel one, where all the hotels falling apart. Uh, I can't. Well, that's carry on abroad, is it or something? Oh, hotel. right. Yeah, I thought you were gonna make a What's really. What's the one called where they go camping? Joke. Carry on camping. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> with the boots. <laughs> I think Barry Barry's been bullying me to buy this Christmas jumper. It's oh, on yeah. sale. I went in a scene and he goes, "Get it on fourteen ninety nine. It's like Rocky." Uh, Christmas jumper. Oh yeah, yeah it's all right. Yeah, it's, he said you bought it. Yeah. Oh well. That, right. That's the story over. Do you reckon Jimmy um, Carr would be in the new Carry On film? He'd have to be, wouldn't why he? And Josh Widdicombe. Why not? And that guy with the funny little arm that hangs around with Josh Widdicombe. Why not? I can't remember his name. And Big Nasty, he'd be in it. The other guy from The Last Leg. Uh, yeah, Mo- Hills. Now, what's his name that does with Mo- uh, Alex Brook? Uh, Alex, Alex Brook. That's it. What's his name that does everything with Big Nasty? Is it Mo Molem? Uh, is it Mo, Mo, Mo Gilligan. Gilligan's Island? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it'd be cool. Couple of cans, Julie. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't he? No, 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 no. So, oh. so the carry-on film shouldn't happen. No, it's shit. Carry-on films are crap. Would it? Oh, would shit. it be called carry-on carry Brexit? On. Oh, don't carry-on. No. Don't bother. Carry-on. Stop and search. Carry-on. Carry-on Instagram. Carry-on. No, actually, no. Stop, please. Okay. <laughs> Right, let's do a song lyric. We haven't done this for a while. 
So I'm going to give you a song lyric and I want you to... It's a long one as well, actually, this song lyric. So you can work your way around anything to it. And it's uh, Young Mum's Coffee and Chat Shooting the Breeze. That's the theme of the song. Uh, who would like to go first? I don't mind going first if you guys want me to. Young Mum's Coffee and Cheese. <laughs> Let's coffee and shoot chat? the breeze. Uh-huh. Who's here? It's just Boris and me. It's just another office meeting. Very good, Johnny. That's very good. Uh, do you want to go next, Craig, or do you want me to do mine? You do yours. Okay. I wake up, it's a quarter to two. I can't sleep and I'm thinking of you. I come downstairs and I flick the switch. Get that coffee on, doesn't scratch the itch. And I say... Young mum's coffee and chat. It's the young mum's coffee and chat. I don't know why I'm singing about young mums. It's yeah, three in the morning drinking <laughs> coffee. It's too much of a specific lyric to like really fit into you any know, sort Greg. of genre of music. Do. Like, I don't know what I don't know what sort of. It's like I, you I have to give me the style of music because it's such a specific lyric. Folk. I don't know. Like, well, what, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say because I think you sort of stole my riff there. Oh yeah, a little exactly. Bit. Same yeah. as yours. <laughs> uh, you can yeah, exactly. have. It's the same folk song. or punk. Young mums, coffee <laughs> and chat. I say, folk. young mums, this and there. Bang bang. Mum's coffee and chat. That's folk. That's the folk version. Okay. Um, we all sound it. like a bunch of twads. We're young mums doing coffees and chat. You sort of slipped into the we same riff a little bit. We all sound like twads. So it's a bit more like a sea yeah. chatty now. Was folk? No, yours. No, yours was totally different. My, no, there was, was a different. note. There, no, there was one note there. I noticed. You Are you going to have any other lyrics well, around not, the line? There's so many notes. <laughs> Can you have there's any only other, 13 can you have any other lyrics around the line the line or just can, do you know what I mean can you fill it out a bit more uh, some stuff around it young mums coffees and chat we all sound like a bunch of twats um, we're talking about our babies and stuff um, and all about how we can't get enough of really shit TV programs and um, how we uh, like to pleasure our mans <laughs> uh, who knows who's the dad <laughs> DNA test will sort all that bang bang uh, yeah, she just go. started to walk and talk she's only two. Oh, what a joy oh, mine's a dog okay yeah. uh, what would you Talking do if you got have you ever heard of locked in syndrome shake your baby like yeah. a polaroid picture like the, the butterfly the diving the butterfly diving bell and the butterfly, butterfly yeah. where you got locked in syndrome yeah that's bad yeah. what would you do if you got locked in syndrome and then you went blind fuck all <laughs> just sit there <laughs> pray for what something what would you think about <laughs> if you did if you uh, did get that would you just sit there or would you really go for it <laughs> well then I'd get then on I'd, your e-bike then I'd really try and move shit with my mind because the thing I is, I wouldn't have much else to do. I'd try and move my eyes with my mind. Because if you, how would you try and communicate? You wouldn't be able to. You locked it, in. Right, let's try it now. Yeah, let's let's talk about living hell. Well, what the fuck are you doing? No, I'm not. Right, fuck this is off. Good. So what I want you to do is, <laughs> I don't want to. I'm. I'm a, I mean, this is this is not healthy for someone like me to do, Barry. Like, it's not a healthy exercise for a man like me who has like like uh, intrusive thoughts and goes to negative places a lot. Yeah, imagine you can't do yeah, but anything. Maybe you... and it's like a living hell, like the worst hell. Yeah, but maybe life. You'd pray for death, wouldn't you? And then no, hope but maybe you wouldn't. You don't go to. That's not what death maybe is. Maybe your forever. brain would 
like go to the other side and be really happy and like oh yeah this is lovely maybe this is so yeah, relaxing maybe yeah but I'm not, I'm not gonna try and <laughs> do you wanna try it now so I'm don't look, move at all I'm too method I'm too good at and close your eyes I'm a too passionate actor I take my you know what I mean I'm, I'm method aren't I I'm Daniel right. Day-Lewis and let's see if you react to this right so close your eyes and don't move okay here we go right you ready Huh? Close your eyes and don't move. Pretend you've got locked in syndrome. No, I'm not. No, right, I'm go. not. Do it to Johnny. It's, it's not healthy for okay, me. Okay, Johnny, close your eyes and pretend not, you've got locked I'm in syndrome. I'm not fucking closing my eyes in the same room as you, you weird, weird cunt. Well, I'm going to ask you one more question. Do you think it's easy to write a children's book? Yeah, fucking well easy. Not, I mean, I haven't written one yet. But well, Katie Price can do it. <laughs> so it's, it's not that easy. But I just think, I think it's, I want to write a of an adult's book first I think writing kids books is a bit of a cop out it's like oh I've written a kids book because I'm too thick to write an adult I remember Crow one. had a long one about lollipop lady the lucky lollipop lady or something it's like, I think as long as you've got the title you can probably just flesh it out yeah it's easy I mean David Williams is fucking knocked out about 400 the pig that could fly yeah it's like cool grandma the electric grandma or whatever like, yeah. did David Williams do one about a racist grandma that froze up whenever anyone talks about Something's... Pakistani oh they don't talk about that anymore the uh, skateboard that came to life Gruesome grandma. Well, you've got the teen- you know, gangster got- granny. Yeah, you've got the ones in between, haven't you? Like the teenage ones where someone loves a werewolf or. The come, event- on, come on, Aussie, that's a good book. Ooh, that sounds dirty. <laughs> come, come on, Aussie. Uh, not, not like that. Come on, Aussie. Like that. Is come that on. Is that Eileen's where cousin? He's, he's 11. Um, he's 11 year old and he goes into a cupboard and then he becomes 18. Like, that's a big skip. To me now, 18, there's not much difference between someone being 11 and 18. I I do, what, was the, bit, what was the one when we. Oh, there was a TV a show book. when we were younger and it was obviously a book where a bloke's. This kid's got a magic, magic cupboard and he puts his. That's yeah, it. The that's toys it. in the cupboard. That's it. That's, 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 that's the Indian that's in the cupboard. No. Oh, right. in the cupboard. Oh, okay. Well, that's what he does in, in Aussie. Because like, then they redid the another. They they redid it. Made a modern one where he puts a Darth Vader figure in there. But when it was the kids' one when we were kids, it was a cowboy and an Indian, right, and they yeah, weren't the getting Indian on. And yeah. he had to separate him with the little pricks. It's Hunter Davies, I think. Hunter Davies wrote his common. Uh, well, he's, ri- he's ripped off an old book, then, isn't he? Yeah, um, by the sounds of it. And yeah, so he goes into the cupboard, comes out, he's eighteen, and he rides. Then he's like, oh no, he rides a motorbike. One off straight away. Yeah, he's like, no, this one, the little boys stays a little boy but he puts his toys in the magic cupboard and they come to life yeah oh yes yeah, that, yeah, the, yeah. yeah that's the film the, the, yeah I've seen the Indian in the cupboard forget that uh, very hungry caterpillar yeah. I was thinking of the hungry yeah. hungry caterpillar uh, uh, yeah that's, that's an easy one isn't it like yeah then we just, like, that's, he ate and ate and ate that's all about the artwork and then he ate this and then he ate that it's the artwork really that makes the kids books the magic stairs it's about a kid who goes up every time he goes up his stairs it takes him somewhere new that's good the magic stairs. What about like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? But it's Davy Davis and he's got a shoe factory, and it's not as exciting. Brian's bendy banana. Dave, Davy Dave and the toffee truck, and he's just got a truck made <laughs> out of toffee. Got, yeah, it's not as big as a factory, but it's a small business. Greg's magic sweet bag. A small toffee business. Every time he goes into the bag, he pulls more sweets out. Yeah, it's just like Mary Poppins' bag. James and the giant peach covered living room. Coloured living room, sorry. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the end of this week's subjects. Now we're going to take you over to the Brown Bear Comedy Club, oh, where you're going to have fun and laughter, and we're going to have acts and good stuff. So, let's go to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Heckling, lots of heckling. Hello, 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. My name is Mike Stephen Compare. Tonight we're at O'Neill's in Warder Street, London. Uh, hope you'll enjoy comedy because we've got a lot of great acts here tonight. And uh, like always, we like to bring the freshest new meat to the street and have a good few laughs. Uh, and hope you like laughter because everybody loves laughter. So uh, let's bring on the first act. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. Uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it's Johnny Rhubarb and the Straw oh, wow. Man. Oh, hi, London. Yeah. Hi, how you doing, gang? Oh, we just had so much great feedback since we've been doing the uh, been doing the little act with my little friend Strawman. Um, without further ado, shall we bring him out, gang? No, he needs a bit of encouragement. Oh, I've the, got him in the rucksack, so we've been travelling. Yeah, don't do that again, mate. No, no, he's here. He is. Oh, okay. Then. Hey, you fucking oh, come on, be nice to the audience. Hey, Let's get him out. <laughs> How are you doing, Strawman? Yeah, I'm not too bad. <laughs> Say hello to the audience. <laughs> Say hello, audience. Yeah, all right. I can do it. Right, um, <laughs> Strawman, have you heard about the international tennis in- incident this week where the number one tennis player, Novak Djokovic, wasn't allowed to play in Australia? Did you hear that? Millionaire Djokovic being treated like a pleb? That's disgraceful. New balls, please. <laughs> oh, Strawman, yeah. He was being locked up in a hotel and sometimes they didn't serve him breakfast. And they didn't let us win the cricket either. We should renege on our trade deal. Fuck them like we fucked the EU, Johnny. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but where would we be without our cheap hormone-fed beef from them, then, straw man? From our great British farmers, Johnny. But the farmers won't be growing meat, straw man. There aren't enough vets to kill the animals, so the farmers have been burning the animals in great big piles. I bet that smelled nice, Johnny. I bet it did too. Like a Tory party party, straw man. There ain't no party like a Tory party, Johnny. BYOB, bring your own booze. And Boris Johnson dance into midnight halls. How can we dance while our beds are burning? They love that one, Johnny. Oh, they are a bit naughty, aren't they, straw man? They invited over 100 people to a party while normal people couldn't watch their loved ones die in hospital. BYOB. Bury your old bastards. Oh, but only 20 or 30 turned up, Johnny. I know, straw man. Only 20 or 30 people turned up to the only party in England. BYOB. Buy you, Oath Boris. Boris isn't going anywhere. He's got gold lame wallpaper and you can't even pay your gas bills, Johnny. Show a little respect. I think it's time you went back in your box, straw man. Say goodnight to the say goodnight to the nice ladies and gentlemen, straw man. Bye bye, you lefty scum. Oh, he's funny. Get back, back off you. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry about that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Uh, that was uh, Johnny Rhubarb and Strawman. No one really likes Strawman's voice. It's very, very annoying, but that's great. He does his best there. So now let's bring on our next act, ladies and gentlemen. Please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Sally, Sally the Librarian. Ladies and gentlemen, Sally the Librarian. Hi, everyone. I'm Sally the Librarian. Hiya. So uh, why are libraries the tallest buildings in the world? Because they've, they've got so many stories. Uh, why did the cardiologist recommend that his patients go to the library he had their good for circulation why did Dracula why did Dracula go to the leave me off your phone mate I'm sorry I'm mate sorry woman girl oh shit it's a bit weird calling a woman I thought you liked books (laughs) 
Oh. What? You can't tell what sex I am, sir. Why are you, why are you reading off your phone, love? It's because not for us to my judge, per- is it? This is my first time on stage, sir. Okay, not bad jokes, but I know they're not yours, love. But yeah, can't crack on. You might it's, ad- better. it's better than just standing up there and telling us your life story. I you guess. might identify as a woman, but you don't identify as a fucking comedian, mate. How do librarians flirt? They ask for your call number. That doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I've been selling librarian. Good night. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jay That was Sunday Librarian. It's good library jokes there. A lot of good stuff about libraries. They're always very funny places. So, ladies and gentlemen, our last chat this week. Uh, we haven't had no politics this week, so let's bring it down to the man on the street who knows what's going on. He's got his ear to the ground. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. You've seen him on Mock the Week. It's Andy Parliament. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Parliament. Once again, it's an irreverent take on the last few days is the programme that I'm on and not Mock the Week, although well, I have been on it once or twice. Um, but like I said, I didn't actually know enough about politics to be on there or not enough about what was going on that week but I have been paying attention this week because there's been more parties or was it the same party I don't know we didn't know it was a Christmas party last time this is a different party it's a summer party ooh the weather's nice Boris is out but it's bring your own booze at number 10 bring your own booze good for him (laughs) well that's the thing I found most not about oh my dad was dying while he was having a party it's bring your own booze at number 10 and uh, 11 that's, that's, I can't believe that sun's out guns out I've got to bring my own bloody booze to a, a, a prime minister's house um, Prince yeah. Andrew thought it was a kiddies party oh Prince Andrew thanks yeah Prince Andrew <laughs> he's been in the news as well he's um he's, he's not getting away with it is he I don't think so I don't think him or Boris are getting away with it are they oh I feel a bit sorry for him now now the gig's up um, what was you say? Oh yeah, bring your own boot. I was thinking, <laughs> I can see the headline the next day. B Y O bit Bojo. B Y O B O. Bring your own B O. Bring your own Bojo with B O. Because he probably has got B O, hasn't he? He looks like he stinks. It looks like he gets sweat. I can imagine him at his summer party, all sweaty, with straw hair, stinking of B O, all coked up. <laughs> Bring your own bojo, P.O. boozy bastard. Yeah. What a cunt. What a cunt. (laughs) I think I'll speak for the rest of the country when I say, what a cunt. What about the politics? I'll be Andrew. What's my name? Andy Parliament. Good night. That was Andy Parliament, the Reverend Take of the Week. And uh, that was that for this week's Brown Bear Comedy Club. Hope you all had a good time. Take care and be really safe on the way home. Uh, yeah, just be safe. That's all I can say. Good night, everyone. Good night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was this week's podcast. Chris wasn't here. Hopefully, back next week. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, everyone, much for listening. Uh, I've been Ben. That was. This is Greg. Uh, au revoir. I've been Gregoire. And that was Johnny. Adios, gringos. Goodbye.
I can't.